Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a great new episode with guests Alex Ward and Danielle Walker. We have a few live shows coming up that we have to tell you about. First of all, if you're listening to this hot off the presses, this Saturday, December the 11th, we have our big live show happening up in Heathcote. It is all sold out, but if you keep your eye on the socials, maybe there will be one or two tickets kicking around That's in it. the lead up. Uh, then, Melbourne. Uh, the Big 500 episode is actually happening, Tommy, on January 15. Some scarce, scarce few tickets left for that as well. Yes, then we are up in Brisbane, January the 29th. That is our rescheduled date from uh, earlier this year. Your existing tickets to that are still valid if you have them. It is us doing a live podcast and stand-up show and then going across the road and doing a live iteration of Talking Dum Dum. Mm. Then we have another rescheduled show. So we're going west side over to uh, Parth and we're doing... On the 5th of March, we're doing a live podcast and stand-up show uh, at the Rosemount Hotel. Um, there are a few tickets left for that, but your original tickets are all valid from 1977 when you yes. first bought them. And uh, we have a new live date to announce for Adelaide mm. that we are going to tell you more about at the end of the episode in Talking Dum Dum, uh, littledumdumclub.com for those ticket links and everything. We'll talk to you more at the end of the episode, but until then, enjoy this great new one with Alex Ward and Danielle Walker. <laughs> Hey mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Daslow and with me as always the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. Good again. And please welcome into the show, we have two special guests today, Dania Walker and Alex Ward. Hello. Yes. Hello. What is this, an episode of The View? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> yep. I'm almost ready to storm out. <laughs> True to what, form. What would it take? What would we have to do? What would be the walking out point of this pod for you? Wow. What would be breaking point for Alex Ward? Um, I don't know. Fuck, it was hard enough to get a, 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 get a, a point wo- to get you to walk in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's true. I'm very chill. I had a daytime shower. I think that's dangerous. Yeah, you're pretty. You're a pretty chill. My person. hair's still a bit wet. Right. Yeah. You'd think I could turn it up for the pod. I don't we'll think, I'll get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think... I don't, I don't think I've ever seen you upset, have I? Maybe you ha- I have. I can't think. I can't think of you. The idea of you being upset is strange. Yeah, I think I just compartmentalize. What's the word? Now I'm gonna. Oh, fuck! Now I'm upset. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There we go. I don't like when I, I sound turn. dumb, <laughs> and I am dumb, right. so I'm constantly trying to. I think the. Right. I just figured out the less I say, the less people realize I can't spell or talk right. properly. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's smart. Well, you know what? Uh, what I loved about you. Uh, this is the second time you've been on this show. The first time when you were on like a year ago, what I loved was that um, afterwards, like the next day. You proposed to your girlfriend and then you apologized to me and said, oh, sorry, I was thinking, you know, I was going to bring up that uh, it would have been good content. I could have said on your show, I'm about to propose to my girlfriend. (laughs) I'm like, man, that is so nice of you to think you were going to blow that on our show before you'd even talk to your girlfriend. Carl, We had uploaded it early that night and everyone else had a note except your girlfriend. Also crazy crazy to think that she would be listening to the Dum Dum Club. I know, but I like to think that tens of thousands of people out there are like, Fucking know before your girlfriend knows. <laughs> yeah, but what a first appearance coming out of the gates yeah. with a big bombshell yeah. <laughs> of a proposal. What, what have you? What have you got up your sleeve this time? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, she said no. <laughs> no. What a shame. No, she said yes. It's all fine. Uh, what's the bombshell? Because um, you were talking when you were on about how you'd been getting really into wearing rings in the lockdown. I remember. 
Yeah, I was. So and now nothing. You circling, uh, circling the. Well, story I lost. Ring. I lost my engagement ring, so now I don't wear rings. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> so I've there. Although I have, it sounds like a big lie. I'm like, I'm getting engaged now. I'm saying I've lost the ring. It did happen. I did have a ring. Mm-hmm. I've, I've um, lost my wedding ring. So yeah. Really, yeah. a lot of people I've talked to have told me they've lost it. So now I'm just thinking, why do we even do it? Just yeah. don't. Yeah, I don't think we should do it. Oh, I, I agree. Now that I've lost it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because Either you're a ring person and you just want to wear a ring for the rest of your life and never take it off, or if you're the sort of person who's ever going to take it off, just don't worry about it at yeah. all. Yeah, I, t- I was thinking I wasn't looking after it well enough, and I was getting guilted, feeling mm. guilty, and so I took it off because you're not even meant to wash it, like soap on it. Oh. Yeah, and I took it off to do that, and then I just left it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I think you should just get a plain gold band because then you can do it with the soap and if it tarnishes, it doesn't cost that much to replace. <laughs> Unlike a diamond ring. Yeah. yeah well, when Hannah gave me the ring, I should have said, uh-uh. Take I it back. Take it back. <laughs> yeah, so you, you proposed your girlfriend. And then, yeah, so but then, then she, she got me a ring later. A ring yeah, well. that's what happens when there's Is that two. The deal? Yeah, two women. Twice oh. the cost. <laughs> Twice the cost. Damn, what a scam. And we're not really pandering to gender norms. So, yeah, right. we both get a ring. Right, right, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... That is that is a funny thing if you propose to a tight ass and go, oh wow, thank, oh wow, oh, oh I'm fucking buy you something. Yeah, well, I bet she wish she didn't. Yeah. So she still got her engagement ring. No, she lost hers too. She lost hers too. Okay, great. <laughs> All right. So right. we're either doomed or made for each other. I'm I think not that's sure. Perfect. You think it's yeah. perfect? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm worried. <laughs> that's, who oh. lost it first? You. She lost it first. Oh, oh great. So yeah, I didn't feel that bad. You're still the winner. Yeah. 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 Always. Where, where Always do you think you both? Because I lost mine. I reckon I lost mine at the gym. I mean, looking at me, you would have guessed that first, I guess. But yeah, yeah. All right, that's what's going to get me out of this pond. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about how much you bench press? <laughs> give him a squeeze. Go on. Give him yeah. a squeeze. That's my walking that's your point. moment. I'm yeah. out. <laughs> um, yeah. So I lost mine second. So oh, mine was in a public bathroom. Put oh. it down next to the sink. No. Why are you taking that. it off in a public bathroom? Because no. I was washing my hands and I wanted to wash them without the ring on it because I was trying to look after it. for the. F- oh. But it was the first time I've ever done it. Jeez. Okay. Yeah, I was because I think, isn't it like soap, is, soap isn't that bad, but it's like chemicals that are like, like face creams and stuff. That's what's really bad. Danielle, I should have messaged <laughs> like you. I didn't know. And that sort of stuff. It'll just peel it off. The soap is fine. What are you, idiot? Go. <laughs> Can you tell me that I would have preferred to hear that if that was good, I took the risk. Yeah. So it's yeah. the worst it's thing. Not a, it's a I was just moisturizing my engagement ring yeah. and I yeah. fucked it right up. Engagement <laughs> ring's not a fucking mogwai. It doesn't turn into a gremlin if you just get it merely <laughs> wet. It's water's fine. Imagine that. I, oh, no, I can't get my engagement ring wet with water. It's like, oh, that's when we. I found out I bought it. Ring made out of tissue paper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wish. I hope the next person who took it has a little gremlin in their house now. Yeah, they yeah. didn't hand it in. Yeah, I, I do. I do wonder who's got mine. Like someone's walked along and found a wedding ring and gone. Fucking free ruin. Maybe, ring. yeah. Maybe yeah. I'll. Maybe I will propose. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't yeah. yeah. into the idea, but now that yeah. I'm not going to have to spring for a ring. I was, yeah. <laughs> I was on my way it. to dumping my girlfriend, but yeah. now oh. I've got this. It's not costing me anything. Bit easier. Yeah. Just a scratched up gold band. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy, hey, Carl. I love you, Carl. Engraved hey, on the inside. It wasn't scratched up because I was. That's the reason I lost it because I was t- always taking off when I was bench pressing. Oh, so yes. yep. it wasn't scratched up at all. So they had a. Like, it could have been a brand new ring. Yeah, be a shame if that two. Kilogram weight destroyed your wedding ring. <laughs> Maybe that's why we have the engagement ring, Wardy, because yeah, you and your partner have lost yours. But the good news is, eventually you have a wedding, and then you just get a new ring. So it's you're replacing, wedding. and then yeah. that's the one that you got to yeah. worry about losing. Yeah. So maybe it's like 
you know, the engagement ring is just like the dry run of like, you know what? He's like a little soft. Yeah. He's like a little trial. If you lose this one, not the end of the world. We should change the tradition of buying expensive rings then. Yeah. <laughs> That's and the one you're going to lose. The yeah. other one's cheap. Yeah. Honestly, and, in, and, in my, and in my case, like, like this, like when my wife finds out that I've lost the, lost the wedding ring, then she leaves me. Then I just get a new one when I meet a new person. Yeah. Or yeah, you get a easy. divorce ring. You just yeah. keep getting opportunities to not lose a ring. Yeah. 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 So she still doesn't know. Uh, she found out the other day. She found out the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it how took did that... ages. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she's not. She's how did not she happy. find out? Um, how did she find out? I assume <laughs> you didn't confess. Oh, you know what? I think. <laughs> no, like, there's no, no way you Absolutely. came forward and told her the truth. Absolutely yeah. not. And no. you would have been thinking, because you talked about this a little while ago on the podcast mm. that you'd lost it. And yeah. I reckon you would have been, as anyone would, there's been enough time has elapsed with her not noticing where you, where, where you thinking, I'm in the clear here. Yes. I've gotten away with yes. this. But I did think. It's only a matter of time. At some stage, it'll happen. And, and I think we were going somewhere and she was getting... I think we were going out somewhere. So she wouldn't notice unless we were in front of some other people that she was trying to like make sure we'd look nice for. Right. So it was like <laughs> she was putting on all her like rings and stuff and then... All her <laughs> wedding rings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, she got the engagement ring. She got the wedding ring. Yep, yep. And then Full sweet. She's got so- on the other jewellery and stuff I've got her and then... She just looks over to go, well, I've got on my six pieces. Now you just put on your one. Oh, no, there's nothing there. So did she think that um, if you were out together as a couple, they would see your hand ringless and think trouble in paradise? <laughs> no one hey. will ever believe I've locked this down. <laughs> yeah, You're what the worst I- cheater ever. You took off the ring while you're still with her. <laughs> I, took, I took off my ring at the gym in case someone wanted to fuck me there on the- <laughs> While I was bench pressing, I could bench press something else. I mean, that yeah. is better than you going out with her and already having the ring on and her going, just take that off. Maybe yeah. like we're going to be around polite company tonight. I'd, uh, yeah. You know, I'd rather them think there's still hope for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, we're, yeah, we're at a family reunion. I'd like to uh, just take this off in case uh, someone's interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so what was the, what was the discussion? Oh, she just calls you and goes. When, when should you go and buy your new wedding ring? Now or tomorrow? Oh, That's really? Basically. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And are you going to do that, or are you holding out hope that it'll be in the dirty old lost and found box at the gym? Uh, I've with done all the a, jock straps and fucking. Uh, look, I've done all that. I've done everywhere. Mm-hmm. I've I've looked everywhere. It, it gone. Um, so now now it's more like it's been. There's been a little amount of time where she's gone. Okay, you can go and chase this up now, and then me go. Oh, I've just been busy, and now it's now it's to the point of her going. All right, well, I'll follow this up for you now, and then I'll do this, and then you just give me all the money for it. Nice. Okay. okay and right. then and that's when it'll turn up, and and you're going. I've definitely left it at the gym when I was yeah. doing weights, and then you'll get a call like, "Hi, Mr. Chandler, it's uh, Hawthorne Donut King here. Uh, <laughs> 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 your hands were so yeah, greasy, yeah. That yeah. the ring <laughs> slipped right off your finger. Yeah, we never got around to washing this um this bowl full of Penang curry, <laughs> and uh, now that we have, we found a chicken bone and a ring is this yours yeah. I mean we assume it's yours because you're here every day so yeah. uh, it's only, only a matter of time you always yeah. here straight after the gym yeah. still in your sweaty gym club it is a good combo <laughs> it is a good, I do I did I did used to do a bit of uh, 11 till 12 and then 12 straight to the uh, straight to a bit of uh, Thai lunch in Hawthorne <laughs> Nothing better, honestly. Going straight from the gym to eating something disgusting. Yeah. That's what it's all about. So, you don't want to... You don't, you, that's for. relatively yeah. good for you considering what the rest of the... You don't want to know is. whether you're sweating from the workout or the oh, yeah. food. Yeah. 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 Um, Doing the work and then immediately undoing it. Just feels fucking great. Yeah. Knocking <laughs> it all off in the space of two hours. Um, two, two Queensland... Two Queenslanders or ex-Queenslanders guests that we have. Oh, we how do you I identify? You're never ex-Queensland. Right, right. Do you still count yourself as a Queenslander? 
I think it's a state of mind. Right. Mm. <laughs> um, and or, I think and I'll always state. be a Queenslander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do feel like Queensland's one state in this country where it's like, you know, most a lot of comics move to Melbourne and so Melbourne's kind of like a melting pot of people who've moved from you different know, all cultures. other parts of the countries, yeah. uh, <laughs> different parts of the country and stuff, yeah. But, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, is that, where's that person from again originally? But the Queenslanders, you 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 know, you know, right. can reel them off immediately. Right. Daniel, Wardy, Greg. Yeah. There's just there's just something there's the Queensland <laughs> you never truly leave it. No. Like, it, but, but but having said that, you're not when I think of true Queenslanders, I don't think of you guys. Like you guys have I feel like you guys have got political asylum from Queensland. Like you're not <laughs> indicative of Queensland. No one think. ever believed I lived in Queensland when I was in Queensland. Right. Like cuz I just fair skin. I guess we're both fairly fair skin. Yeah. We didn't right. have that rough leathery Queensland look, mm. yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've always Did- worn like a high neck cuz I'm terrified when I see my mum's chest. <laughs> <laughs> cuz she's got like that corn beef yes. <laughs> chest. Yeah. Yeah. I never. Yeah. I'm not having that. That's such yeah. a familiar okay. memory to me, especially it must have been the height I was at for most of my childhood just looking straight into that yeah that yeah. leather <laughs> red yeah. my mum used to bully my dad because he'd put sunscreen on <laughs> yeah. and she'd well, be like, like you're a loser, loser. wow yeah. <laughs> and he had like a proper like full bald head too and he was just like protecting it uh-huh. and she would just like yell out loser that is <laughs> honestly the the two times i've been sunburned on my bald little head it is the fucking worst experience it yeah. is excruciating you feel like your brain is just cooking constantly while you're walking around. The it's <laughs> fucked. You feel sick. So, yeah, I'm with your dad. I used Lather to get, up. Get so a hat. I'm with her mum, you loser. <laughs> <laughs> I cool. used to get so sunburnt because I didn't want to wear sunscreen because I didn't want mum to think I was a loser. <laughs> <laughs> how, much, how much cancer is your mum responsible for? Yeah, Probably a fair bit. We've had a few cut out in the family. Fucking hell. I haven't had any yet, but I used to pay my sister's to like peel the sunburnt skin off my back when oh. I would like get get burnt because how general, much does that cost? Fifty cents. I really? Pay them. Yeah. yeah. Fifty cents per session or fifty cents per good slab Chunk. of skin. Fifty yeah. cents per twin to just sit there until all the skin was peeled off. Oh, so you had you've got twin sisters? Yes. And they would sit one I on, on, on each shoulder, and you just chuck out a dollar, <laughs> yeah. and they would just double team you. I just lie down on the bed. Without this is a like shirt chimps on, grooming each other. Yeah, and get them to sit on either side. This and is like peel paying chimps to groom you. Yeah, <laughs> so they're the like cents. they're spit peeling you. Yeah, and yeah. then they, I'd oh. be like, I'll give you, spit I'll give peeling. whoever gets like the biggest chunk off an extra Post bit of roasting. money, so that it was like a competition, oh, like they're to see on, who could like. Yeah, they're working on commission. Flake it off oh. to try and pull yeah, yeah, off yeah, the nice. biggest bit. Right, yeah. you could yeah. weigh the bits of skin and pay them per. I didn't think about that. That would have been really. You could get that done for free these days. There's some people online who love to do that. Yeah. Well, you could pay them, but then sell it and make money off. Yeah. It. yeah. So the fifty cent rate was that set by you? Was that you going? Look, I'll pay you guys fifty cents each to do this, or was that was that you going? Can you do this? And they're like, our rate's actually fifty cents. Oh, I set the rate. You set the rate. I set okay. the rate. Yeah. I'm probably undercharged, but I feel they're, like you really they're pretty did. dumb. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> the Walker family setting up a union to demand better rates. That's so funny. They're like fifteen, doing their resume for the first time. They're like work experience. <laughs> Also, back peeling. They're probably going halves with your mum because your mum's like, "Yeah, don't put any sunscreen, don't wear a hat, don't do anything, you loser." And they're going, "This is nothing but money for us." So yeah. Your mum's taking a cut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, this, is right, all, right. this is all a fucking scam. So, how long did this process generally take? 
Oh, like an, I'd be there for like two hours lying down, oh, which is oh why I had to give them a competition because if not, you couldn't keep them uh, interested. interested enough. Oh, yeah. it's enough. the old thing of like getting little kids and go, oh, yeah. can you go and get something for me? No, I'll time you. Okay. Yeah. 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 A little bit of motivation. Yeah, it was that biggest flake of skin you can get. <laughs> Bonus. What would you do with this skin? Oh, I used to. <laughs> oh, I can't believe Ben isn't the direct answer. When you asked that, I was like, "Why would you? Ask, why would you bother asking that?" And then I was like, "Hang on a minute." <laughs> it was I, a good question. Yeah, you were telling some disturbing livestock stories uh, last episode. We had a lot of vegetarians. Like, please, next time you get Danielle on, no more, no more stories about animals being murdered. Well, guys, <laughs> you got your wish. Yeah. We're talking about big bowls yeah. of skin. No, peeled off no, over a two-hour period. No animal flesh. Yeah, just human. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just remember sort of like sometimes covering um, my Barbies in it and like wetting it. <laughs> like wetting it to see if I could fully cover them in skin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. You got <laughs> Buffalo Bill with your Barbies. <laughs> I've never thought about that until Hannib- now. Hannibal Walker. <laughs> yeah. Some people out there, they're like, it's, you know, Ken's not really realistic because he doesn't have genitals. He's just got a smooth. You're like, that's the least of my worries. This skin doesn't look real at all. It's obviously just Oh plastic. my God. She probably formed a little penis out of yeah. it. <laughs> now he He's real. <laughs> so, uh, so this is all. Also, this is like sunburnt skin that's come off your back. So it's yeah. like, well, it's like, it, it peels off white. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's the queen. Yeah. It peels off white. It peels <laughs> off white, right? If there are any on. psychologists listening to this episode, surely covering your Barbies in human skin <laughs> is a sign something bad's going to happen later in life. <laughs> Sure, like people will say, oh, if you're abusive towards uh, animals as a kid, you'll be a serial killer when you grow up. You're gonna fucking. Be responsible no, I, for genocide. I, it was or an art piece. I disagree. I don't think a psychiatrist would have anything to say about this because they'd still be trying to figure out what it is. <laughs> right, right. You know, right. What I, it's like a this is too new of a phenomenon. Right. <laughs> this is animals too, thing. It's like yeah, that's there's been a clear link yeah, with that yeah. for fucking you know decades. They're still they're still trying to register this phenomenon as the uh, under yeah. their own name. <laughs> yeah, because you're right. It's very creative. Yeah, I think it was just Very like artistic. A, I think maybe I was like into like Patricia Piccinini or whatever her name is oh, yeah, at the yeah. time. P- Patricia yeah. Piccinini? Piccinini? I think Pichin? I just said her name like oh. that because I like to say yeah, the, the lady who makes Pichin. the pig people. Yeah. 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 The sculptures, the disgusting the pig people. people. The pig people, yeah. the little beaver skin yeah. people. Well, was it just a cry for help to get your mum to actually <laughs> buy a new outfit for Barbie? <laughs> I've got to make my own out of my own skin. <laughs> I was way too old to, when I got Barbies right. because mum, I never got Barbies until my cousin, who was younger than me, gave me her old Barbies because she didn't want to play with Barbies. Oh, so how old? Mm-hmm. So I was probably like 13 oh, that's when old. I started playing <laughs> yeah. with Barbies. That's, yeah. that's old. Because until that that's point, I just had like you, a... You, like, I think it's funny to play with Barbies when you could almost be at the age where you technically could give birth to a baby like yeah. you know like you've, got to, you've already yeah. gone your period you're going yeah, through yeah. like you know yeah. puberty and you're like oh I'm Barbie. yeah you're yeah you're hanging out with her friends and it's like i've just got into barbie i've just got into dick so yeah. um yeah that, that age makes the playing with barbies thing a bit weird but weirdly enough it makes the covering them in skin bit not as weird yeah, yeah. that is like a six-year-old is like that's truly you terrifying. reckon but 13 it's like it's still weird don't get me wrong but if we were hearing about I, little baby danielle Doing doing the skin <laughs> thing, it's like that's that's a lot skin. It's like horror movies. Similar age, I do remember mates of mine just getting into GI Joe figures at the same age, and and, and it being like, "Are you guys sure you want to do this? Is this not? I, this feels a little old for you to guys, guys to get into GI Joe." And they were like, "No, no, it's okay." And about two weeks later, they're like. Yeah, it's for little kids. I think, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So you would, what would you do? Would you try and, were you like kind of breaking the skin up and trying to get it to kind of perfectly look like the Barbie had real skin? I was just trying to completely cover the Barbie in the skin. Just like if I could it. like wet the skin oh. and get it to sort of like paste <laughs> on it. Oh, like paper mache. So mach- like yeah. So it like fitted it. A pinata of human skin. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I see. Sort of, I don't know. I just kind of liked. Yeah. It's like reconstructive surgery. Yeah. Yeah. But on the I just thought it looked cool. You want a Barbie to turn into a beautiful butterfly. Yeah. No yeah. one's saying it didn't look cool. Yeah. I reckon it looked so cool. <laughs> I also used to leave notes around the house for my parents that was like, because I didn't want to do chores. Um, I would like leave notes. Yeah, by the way, by the way, I, what I love about your stories is you do an opening line and you've got me. You do an opening line, you've absolutely yep. got me. But I also have... Absolutely no idea where it's going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is absolutely going to be great, but I could not. I, I could have five guesses. I don't think I get anywhere near. It. For many people, it's like the opening line of people. Well, well, that's the story. Yeah, you've 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 blown the story here. Yeah, you've given the punchline in the yeah. intro. Yeah, this is almost Daniel's stories are almost like a very good stand-up set. You open traditionally, you open with your second best joke and you close with your best joke. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. you ha- your opening line is like, "That's great, but I know there's something better coming." <laughs> <laughs> so I would like leave think like notes around the house, and a lot of the time they would be like, um, "I just like to play up the angle that I was like depressed when I was a kid, right. even though I wasn't well, depressed at all." Well, well, I mean. Kind of sounds like you weren't playing up much. If you're covering your dolls in human skin, there's something happening at the very yeah. least. Oh, I was pretty interested in that. I yeah. loved it. <laughs> that made you happy. That's that's more depressing. I was trying to get my sisters to burn in the sun and steal some of their skin. I mean, yeah, I think it's the op- I think it's like you'd know you're depressed where you're like, I can't even be bothered covering the Barbies. What's the point? Like, yeah, you're out there, you're, yeah. you're motivated, yeah. you're active. I used to be so full of life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I used to, like, one of the th- chores I hated was we had, like, acreage and I'd have to, like, do the ride on lawnmower, mm-hmm. the whole property. And so sometimes I would, like, draw images of, like, chores I didn't want to do and me hurt in the chores. Okay, <laughs> right. So, like, this is what's going to happen if I, I've had a vision. Yeah. So it's this you. is what's going to happen So it's if me, like, decapitated <laughs> Beside the mower with the mower blade cutting my head off. Wow. (laughs) And what age is this? Oh, this is probably like, yeah, yeah, probably similar age. To be honest, yeah. We were such different kids. They couldn't fucking get me off the lawnmower. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was like riding it to school. (laughs) Well, we got our lawnmower came for free with our house. And it ha- <laughs> again. Is that a normal? Is that a normal deal in Queensland? I don't know. It. I think it was just like nobody wanted it anymore because, like, the you know how lawnmowers have like a cover to cover the motor. Mm. It right. didn't have that anymore, okay. and so it was just like the engine was just out in the open. <laughs> right. And I'd always get it caught like in a ditches. Very old car. <laughs> yeah. Just the police signs in uh, in Queensland where it's like you know the little icons that they've got here for like bathroom, bedroom, yeah. and then just like a tiny little lawnmower. Not no, in, how many lawnmowers? Not in. <laughs> no, I, 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 I imagine it like a late night ad in Queensland where it's like, here's his house. You want more? Okay, we've also we'll also throw in a lawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the steak knives get of real estate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes I'd get it caught in a ditch and I'd try and push it out, but I'd have to avoid the muffler mm-hmm. um, because that would like burn. And it did. I got like a, I had a muffler scar on my leg once because I put my knee directly and, into yeah, the Yeah, but muffler. fresh like, skin. Yeah, yeah. you're like, damn, go. I get to peel this off. Ruin oh, that no. skin. It's going to cost me a dollar, but yeah. then I got a new outfit for Ken. <laughs> no, it didn't go with the colouring of the rest of the Barbie. Right. <laughs> that one's too red. Need a bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you must have got sunburnt Barbie. You must have got yeah. bored at some point going, man, all my dolls wear nothing but pink. Mm. I need to 
some different it's different colour skin. Yeah. yeah. I need a I need a new flesh wound so I can finally finish my Buffalo Bill Barbie that yeah, I worked yeah. on. <laughs> Buffalo Barbie. Uh, okay, so your illustrations of yeah, you yeah, just me dead or dying, <laughs> doing some sort of chore. There's there's lawnmower. What else? What how else? Iron. Can you die? I used to hate ironing, right. so I'd do myself burnt on right. that. That's an easy one. Um, yep. And these are these are post-it notes just stuck around randomly on walls. Or? No big drawings. Right. Like um, I guess A4 because it was like a paper from the printer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and or later on though, I did get I stole like a visual art diary from the school, so I did some pretty big posters. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I just fold them up. <laughs> really, really big pictures of you yeah. being nearly killed <laughs> around the house. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I'd usually put them in like mum and dad's room, like under their pillows or something. Um, <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, that's good. Those, that's good. Yeah. Very those, subtle. Yeah. And one t- one time I did one and I did do like I tried to do the duality of my personality. And this wasn't about a chore. This was just trying the to. The duality of your personality. Is this still when you were 12? Um, no, this was probably – I did this for way too long. Right. So I was probably like 15 or 16 when mm-hmm. I did this image of my face cut directly down the middle. <laughs> and I used to do a bit about it because on one side I like did like all the happy, smiley me and then the other <laughs> side I did like crying and sad and like, yeah, knives and stuff around me with like blood because <laughs> I was trying to be like, look at me. Happy side is Barbie skin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted them to like give me some attention yep. that wasn't like go do the chores. Right. You know? Yeah. And then they just don't care. The more you just leave horrifying photos around the house. Oh, no reaction. No reaction. You wow. cover your Barbies in skin. It's under their no pillow. No reaction. Mm. Your head's been cut off by a by a victim motor mower under yeah. their pillow and there's no reaction. No reaction. It's they never dreams. Never mentioned it ever. None of the notes. That's <laughs> huge. Nothing. Just it completely ignored me. Tried to make me go more psycho. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't mind it. And knowing that there would have been some kind of conference in the parental bedroom of like, how do we bring this up? Surely like, your mum was impressed. Her? If she thinks wearing sunscreen's lame, she would have been impressed by these death pictures. Yeah, get run over by the law. Yeah. Seems tough. That's I cool. should ask her about it. I bet yeah. she loved it. What she used to think. Because, yeah, she said that um, one of my auntie's kids left a note in her bedroom and um, auntie, my auntie Shelley called mum to tell her and they were just laughing about it and then I got really self-conscious being like, did mum and dad used to sit in the bedroom and laugh about yeah. me? Or <laughs> 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 well, like when you'd leave a note for Santa and you just like you get a bit older and you're like, man, I thought I had a fucking... I thought I had a direct line of communication with the great man. I thought this was a private... Did your family post them, fake post them, or just you just leave it and get a response? I would like... I would write it and leave it kind of on my bed mm-hmm. and never get a response back, I don't think. <laughs> but no, but I'm writing it thinking, well, it's just, you know, I can talk freely because it's just me and the great man. Right. Oh, yeah, whereas oh. getting a bit older and going like, my parents looking at this and going, what a fucking dumb cunt. <laughs> My Hang parents on, would t- post mine and then I'd get a letter back. Yeah, no, I never – dad was like, oh, yeah, let's leave it and put it on the bed. And Hang on, you're talking freely. Back. How freely are you talking? Are you bitching about mum and dad? Or <laughs> a little bit. You- yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think – I remember one point being like – I don't think – I mean, this does sound like I was trying to like catch mum and dad out, but I was like, hey, look, in case there's any prying eyes around, you know, I don't want to – 
I don't want to say what it is, but the thing that I want. But you know, you know, if you're as good as they say, oh, you'll you'll know. You know the thing. Oh, you're not even writing it down. <laughs> I'm you're, not even writing it you're down. You're thinking Sander is psychic. I'm thinking, yeah. Well, it's like you know, he's he's traveling around the world. Right. He's, I'm, I'm assuming he just you know he knows he knows what's up. He knows what I truly. By want. the way, for all of our six year old listeners, Sander's definitely real. Sander's definitely <laughs> yeah, yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. this is why I'm right. saying I wrote yes. a letter to him. Yeah, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. Great, but, but he's not psychic. Is he psychic? Is, is that canon? To the six-year-old listeners. you gotta, you got to write what you want. Yeah, you should. You should. I think that helps. I love the idea of us getting in trouble from parents. I was listening to this podcast where cunt, cunt is said every three seconds <laughs> yeah. in the car with my child, and now you're talking Man. about Santa not being real. Uh, no, 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 no. You didn't say, we didn't say that at all. We didn't we're, say anything like that. We're entertaining. The we're, po- we're riffing. We're some, making a funny joke. Some parents listen to this in the car with the kids around. I, it is a very valid point that you say that there's C-bombs hanging around, but... That, that, that's always what is said in, in radio and TV. Yes. You cannot say that certain thing, that you cannot dispel that absolutely definite fact. I've, that, heard, that a, <laughs> I've, heard, a lot of, uh, I've heard a lot of stories about Husey doing that and then having yes. to come back after a song because <laughs> the switchboard lights up and goes, sorry, sorry, boys and girls, Husey misspoke. He was yep. having a bit of an off day. Yep. Just telling a bit of a yep. silly joke yep. about yep. Yeah. <laughs> No, I got, I got mixed up. It's a coronavirus. It's not real. All right? <laughs> I used to have to chip in for my Christmas presents. Like <laughs> what? If I wanted it, like when I if I wanted like I remember like I got one of those iPod shuffles, you know those like just plain white ones that mm. like a, a yeah. big stick. I really wanted one of those when I was like 14 and they were like, I don't know, like $150 or something. Right. And mum and dad were like, it's a bit much. Um, if you give us $50 towards it, we'll get it for you. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that, okay. look, that's better than what I thought you meant, which was there was some scheme where you were giving money to Santa and no, helping him right. out. But yeah. we never had any – No, we never pretended Santa was real. Oh, really? We used really? to – mum just used to give us the – I mean, I guess they'd sort of be like, Santa's coming – but then at the same time, they'd be like, um, circle what you want out of this Target catalogue. Right. <laughs> and then give it to us. <laughs> Put $100 in the yeah. catalogue yeah. and leave it yeah. there. Put skin over whatever you like in this Target catalogue and we know that you must love it. <laughs> yeah. I thought yeah. Santa was so real because my dad was had this th- thing every year he'd do where he'd tell me he was going to catch Santa because he wanted the presents. It was like his his little game. He'd be like, no. I, and so he'd build a full-on trap. Right. So Show good. me the blueprints, and, like, and then he'd be like, "There's only one way you could destroy this trap. He'd like, if this was to touch salt, salt water, like the pool of salt water, for example, mm-hmm. then this trap will be like, you know, ruined." And then Mum would help us drug Dad, which was just Panadol. It turned out, but we she told us they were like sleeping pills, so what? that he would like pass out at the table, and we'd have our opportunity, my brothers and I, to destroy the trap. Because Dad was always like, "I'm sick of kids getting the presents. I want the presents." Oh, it was wow. like this big ploy he had. It was all what a game. Happens to your brain when you become a parent, like just going, "This will make my daughter think I'm cool." That is, I'm yeah. going to kill Santa Claus. That's, that's a proper pantomime. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We got a drug dad. Was, it's like wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dad's trying to kill Santa. <laughs> yeah. Boo! Yeah. Get him, Mum. <laughs> Drug him. Was, your dad, was your dad Rowdy Roddy Piper? <laughs> but what I always look back on that was insane was just the aunties and uncles having to put up with my dad pretending to be passed out at the table. Yeah, that's like, just so uncomfortable. This yeah. one adult man just lying there. But then, like, we'd wake, we'd do it, we'd destroy it, and in the morning, dad would come out and be like, "What the hell? Why did Santa get away?" Love it. That's but- also great because that narrative helps him to just get out of really having to do anything for the rest of the Christmas Eve dinner. Oh. Just like, well, I've been drugged. Yeah. My character's asleep, so yeah. I don't have to do 
the washing up. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. my auntie was actually passed out. So I was yeah. like, Mum, did you give her the medicine? But also, like, it made me so arrogant because every Christmas I thought I saved every Christmas. Yeah, yeah, As a right. even at school, p- kids would have toys and I was like, it's kind of my toy. Like, you wouldn't even have it if I didn't <laughs> fucking save Christmas, you little. Like, give, give me it. I always get in trouble for, like, trying to take toys off people. <laughs> Great. But, that's- yeah, that's – and now we're just like – my brother has a kid but we're trying to decide whether to continue the tradition. You've got to. That's good. Yeah, yeah. you've got to. Because that's giving me great ideas now. Like my kid will be three in the start of next year. So it's, she's starting to become conscious of Santa and things like this. Like, <laughs> Do this you want to be the enemy? Because dad was the enemy. We were like, fuck dad. Like, yeah. We hated it. I need a story. <laughs> I need a storyline here. I want, I want, I want something like it. this happening. I don't want to copy but maybe something <laughs> original. Going, just having to start <laughs> this off by the first year you do it. Going into your daughter's room with blueprints about here's the trap I'm making. The yeah, traps yeah. for good, Santa. <laughs> like that is that's a that's yeah. a big risk. Like that could have ended in you being genuinely terrified and going, "Dad's a psychopath. Yeah. I need to run." But away weirdly, from home. kids are just like not afraid of that. Like they are like not afraid of your dad. Like I wasn't afraid of him. I was just like, You're "Let's like, well, get him." Best. I was like, "No." I was like, "Let's <laughs> fucking get him." Like, I was like, "Mum, will these make him go to sleep forever?" <laughs> I don't want to deal with this next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, that's great. Um, we had rabbits are illegal in Queensland, right? Yeah, yes. and um, my my yeah. uncle Peter killed a rabbit once and then skinned it because they're um, they're like a pest. Right. And then Ooh. he told me it was the Easter bunny that he'd killed. <laughs> <laughs> that was just his fun little gag around Easter. And then he hid all the Easter eggs that they left out for me. Oh. So when I woke up Easter morning, oh. I went to run around the house and there was just no Easter eggs no. at all. And now my granddad's like, all gone. Killed the bunny. Yeah, because he'd killed the bunny. There was no Easter egg. Then, my, then it was just a screaming match between my nana and Uncle Peter. Being like, Peter, where are the fucking eggs? <laughs> <laughs> God damn. This is making my family Christmases sound so boring. Well, you know what? So my kid at the moment, Little Blanket, she's at school and they're doing a thing. We get, we get the... Uh, the pictures. Do you do you know this phenomenon that um, if you if you've got your, your kid in daycare and stuff like that, they send you the emails every day that have got the pictures. And we've talked about this on the show a little bit. Um, they take like a million pictures and they send them in a in an email every day to all the parents. And then there's been so many days where my kid's not in there, and you go, "What the fuck am I paying for? I want pictures of my kid in here." And so every day we're. What, I we, didn't know they did this. I thought they did this at doggy daycare. Yeah, yeah, I didn't right. realize this is the thing at school. Yes, absolutely. So then you get them, and you you quickly go through them all, and you, there's always like you know, like at the moment with like people working from home, it's like my wife in one room, me in the other, and you can he- just hear both of them. Go, fuck! Did you check the email? She's not in there fucking again. <laughs> like what's the, and like my wife's like literally going, "I'm going to ring the school. I'm going to fucking ring them up and go, why are you not taking a picture of her? You should be taking pictures." Of her, what's wrong with her? Is this a thing where there's like if there's daycares where you're paying more, they're like you get in a personalized email with uh, just photos of your kid? Well, you do, I'm get sure a, there is. You do get a roundup at the end of the month or two months or three months where it's like, oh, here's here's her autumn, and it's like, <laughs> fucking, there's, there's a couple, it's like, it's like pictures of Bigfoot, like she's blurry in the hey, background. Father, it's like, I'm having the most her? wonderful fall this year. Yeah. <laughs> you get there clearly, they have all photoshopped off the same image of her yeah, 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 from yeah, yeah. summer. They've just reversed it and, you know, flipped it and whatever. So is it a teacher? Like, is there a teacher doing yeah. the curriculum? Should they be and photographing the photos? children? Yes. I was going to say, what a, what so a great, work. like, job to have just really been only invented probably in the last, like, few years, like, before that, like, what do you do for yeah. work? I'll hang out at the daycare and uh, take photos of the kids. <laughs> For the parents, though. Yeah. Oh, honestly. The parent I'm, of these kids. Of, uh, it's, me- I mean, it's meant to be just for them. 
But I mean, all the parents from the daycare get photos of all of the kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a perfect system. It's no, and and that should be in the job description because there are some pretty fucking average pictures going on where you okay. go, these are not salvageable. Like. Get someone that can fucking hold a phone. At <laughs> right. Like, right. honestly, like they're, they're fucking Bigfoot pictures where it's like, mm-hmm. is, that, maybe, is that my daughter? Maybe, is that a teacher? Maybe your daughter's what, what taking that? the photos. Maybe. She's three, right? Maybe. That seems like a three-year-old. Is there like a popular kid that's getting like the most photos taken? They're, 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 there's <laughs> and a, can we meet them? There's yeah. A, there's a few it's of like one of them. There's a, a, okay. I'll, I'll, Timothy Chalamet I'll say this. lighting up the camera. One of them gets a very big go. Okay. One of them gets a very big right. go. Right. Interesting. They're yeah. probably a nightmare. They'll probably run into the shot, but they just Maybe. force their... Maybe. Probably a bad kid. Maybe they're a scene stealer. You're right. Maybe. My, my kids they're like uh, Baby Wardy saving Christmas every year. And yeah. So this is what's happened the last couple of days. They were uh, writing letters to Santa, so you can uh, uh, see all the um, what 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 the kids are writing uh, letters to, what they're, they're what they're asking for, and so there's pictures of the of the letters that they're writing, and you can see they're asking for you know a doll or uh, a new dress or a train or something like that, and it's been going for days, and we haven't seen uh, our daughter write her letter yet, so this has been going on for days and days, and then I'm like fuck, so we went in to pick her up last night, and I was like. When are we getting up to my my daughter's day for like writing the letter? We want to know what she wants for Christmas. Like, you obviously ask the kids what they want for Christmas, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, she did that today actually." I'm like, "Oh great, what does she want?" And and she goes, "Oh, she said she wanted a star." Okay. Okay. She wants a star. That's cute. Like an oh. actual star from the sky? I, well, what else does she want? Like, I want Daddy to start wearing his wedding ring again. <laughs> maybe she wants... Maybe, why isn't he wearing it? <laughs> maybe she wants me to do a performance. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty hard to shop for a star. Like, like the other ones, I'm like, you know, fuck, they've made it easy. They want to train, they want to dress. But I was like, well... What and so then I said, no. Wardy's got the right idea. She knows what you do for work. She's like, get Husey on. Oh, right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Yeah, she could have chosen to someone a bit bigger than me. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, I start doing five minutes, and the kid says, "No, I didn't say open micro. I want a star. Yeah. What yeah. have you? I've read your IMDb. Yeah. I want a star. What a podcast star. Yeah, yeah. A real star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Money's a little tight this year. Yeah. So, so are you gonna buy like one of those certificates or something and name the star? Yeah, for like her the, and then... she owns the sun from now on. That's or cool. Whatever. Yeah, maybe. I yeah, don't that's know. good. The is sun's that, a pretty good one to have. It is a it is an overlooked one when people yeah. buy a star. Like who owns that one? That's <laughs> no the closest one. No one's got. No one's got the, no one's got the, the sun. Yeah, it was an option. I thought that's the most obvious one. I would have thought, but yeah, I don't know. Can you do that? What would happen if you go in for those those certificates when you buy a star? We can give you a part of the Big Dipper. Not yeah. interested. No, I want the fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. The Big Kahuna. Thank I, you. I want one I can see during the day. All right, mate. Yeah. I don't want one of these fucking ones <laughs> at night where you go. Oh, I kind kind of guess I can see that one. Yeah, I want one that people are happy when they see it. When it yeah. comes out during the day. Put it this no. way: I want a non-binocular one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. yeah. I want one so big you have to fucking put glasses on. Yeah. To to make sure you look after yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want one so big it'll take the skin off Danielle Walker's back. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I want to own the thing that gives so many people cancer. Yeah, that's uh, what I yeah, want. Yeah, that's what I want for my child <laughs> to be a part of the problem. So yeah, what how what what can you do with this information? I, I honestly I don't know. Like, does she want a big picture of a star on a get her wall? some glow in the dark stars yeah, for the back? Some glow zone shit or like a on the back. Yeah. And if you don't want to do the roof, thing. yeah, do the back of the door or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 that's pretty good. Right. One of those like little lamps that's and, got and all the stars in it. And reveal yeah. it. And oh, it'd be so cool to come in at night and be like, yeah. check this out. Yeah. 
I was with my friend when it was like the night before his daughter's fourth, fourth birthday and we were having dinner and the wife was like, you know, jeeing the kid up for their birthday the next day. And they're like, oh, well, you know, and they clearly they, they knew what answers the kid was going to be saying. So there's like, oh, and what are we doing tomorrow? Birthday. It's like, oh, yeah, what gifts are you hoping for? Oh, this. And uh, what's your favorite color at the moment? And she goes, purple. And the wife goes, fucking news to me. It's <laughs> <laughs> news, so I've got a whole bunch of pink shit ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> that was the answer earlier in the week. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. be getting up pretty early and heading to the shops now. Yeah. So <laughs> fucking very good. So I would say yeah. we're what? We're three weeks away from Christmas. Well, that was the thing because kids... The answer will change between now. Exactly. And, and that's what I thought that day where the, 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 they've, they've written it down like the day before or whatever. And I've mm. gone, oh, okay. So then in front of the kid, the teacher's there, the kid's there. And we're like, so hang on, what did you ask for for Christmas again? And she goes... A star, Daddy, and just reiterated. Like, Fuck, I gave you another go at it, but. but I mean, three weeks relative to her age, right? It's like that's a year and a half for us. It absolutely. Think how much your mind's going to change yeah, between yeah, now yeah. and yeah. this time next. I year. had a big change when I was about ten, but it was like over the year. At the start of the year, I saw this like handmade teddy bear. It was like very expensive. It was like you know you could pick everything about it, and mm. that's what I wanted. And by the end of the year, I wanted a disman. Right. <laughs> so when yeah. my birthday came yeah. around and I got the teddy bear, I was pretty solid because yeah. <laughs> I've changed so much. You, like, might, you might be right. My kid might in in two weeks might have changed from you know wanting the biggest ball of gas in human existence <laughs> to wanting some play doh. Yeah. yeah, you might be right. Yeah. yeah. The worst gift I've ever gotten was one time my mum, before my sisters were born, she like did like a um, like a makeover of my bedroom while I was at school and I got like a, a sea-based bedroom then. It was like everything in the room was like ocean themed. <laughs> okay. And then my Uncle Peter for my birthday bought me this like sculpture of a plate that was like a fisherman's basket, like a food dish. That's good. And it was yeah. just like a seafood. It was so heavy because yeah. it was like ceramic. <laughs> yeah. oh, and it right. just like had a big like crayfish in the middle and then surrounded by like oysters and stuff. this is very stuff. clean sign. And I, I was like just this. like, what the? I'm eight. What a good little eight-year-old girl that always wanted a seafood basket <laughs> yeah. you can't eat. <laughs> it, was horror- it was the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Did you seen. have an interest in the under the sea stuff before your mum? Did you have a crush on Barnacle Bill. <laughs> I liked seals. Okay. I thought seals were very you cute. You liked the singer seal and then he went, oh, well, this is close yep. enough. Yep. A seafood basket. Yeah. That is funny how it's like when you're a little kid, it's like there's like four themes that all parents have just decided are universally applicable to every child. It's like you love dinosaurs. Because yeah. that's what kids like. Yeah. All babies like space. I'm going to make your room look like space. Yeah, yeah, I was also underwater. Big dolphin girl. Oh, yeah? Yeah, everything had a dolphin on it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know what they do? They're not the nicest animal. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> Turns they're out. Been, they've been cancelled, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They After don't care last... for consent. Yeah. Flipper, Flipper's Netflix special has been taken off. Yeah, that's it. it. Yeah. People are off it. What are, you, are you guys going back to Queensland for Christmas? Yes. Nice. I'm actually not this year. Okay. I'm having um, Christmas here, but the Queenslanders are the immediate ones are coming down. Okay. So, mum is coming and my brother. Okay. They're coming down and his, they must par- be their closest his partner to, from northern Queensland. So. They must be the closest they get to a white Christmas coming to Victoria. Oh, they're, they're, they're like already talking about how what jackets they have to pack. Yeah. <laughs> they're freaking out. They probably think Santa actually lives in Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> wow, it might drizzle. There's a 20% yeah. chance of drizzle. Yeah, yeah they are yeah, really like stressed. like a white Christmas. <laughs> they are quite stressed about it. They're like, I don't know if we're going to be able to fit it all in the suitcase. I'm like, don't bring any snow boots or anything. Yeah, that's awesome. How yeah. long for? 
Uh, two weeks, so okay. quite a long time. But they've got their own Airbnb. They're not like at my house. Okay. So that's right, good. Right, They'll right. be all right. And they're bringing the Jack Russells. They've got brother, sister, Jack It's all Russell. happening. Mum's bringing them all, wow. the dogs down. It's all happening at Castle <laughs> Sonny and Cher are coming. I've made the call uh, in the last couple of weeks, this Christmas, for the first time, hosting it here. Having the, having the parents at mine doing the big roll of the dice and seeing how that goes. Hell yeah. And I'm stressing time. about it. Yeah. Never done it before. Have you ever hosted your folks at your place, Carl? No. Uh, <laughs> no. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like, no, I've never been in a place where it's like, uh, it, not good enough, but my, it, it's, I've, I feel like it's always, it's more Christmas if it's at my folks' home. Mm-hmm. I've still got that childlike sort of love of Christmas where it's like, I'm back to being a kid. Yeah. Mum and dad are in charge, sort of thing. Yeah, and, and if if I'm running it, it's like, oh, this is not really Christmas. This is just I'm ready to. I'm a ready bit to... of a shit day. And there's nothing. In charge of it. There's nothing worse than someone else running it in your house. That'd be a nightmare. Right. Have yeah. to explain everything where everything is. I still think someone. I still think me running it in my own house would be worse. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to okay. cross the line. I'm ready to see how it goes. Maybe right. next year I'll retreat back to like just wanting. Mummy and Daddy to cook me a little lunch. Yeah, but for this year, I was like, you know, because it's exactly that. It's like it's my never... favorite meal of the year is my mum's Christmas right, lunch. Right. So, yeah. I've always just like this is the first time it's like where I'm in a house where it's like I could do this because I've always been in like a share house or a small apartment. So I'm like, I'm yeah, I'm fucking taking it on. <laughs> Sounds this year. good. Yeah. I'll be here. Do you yeah, know come what? around. Well, like I said, bring the whole fam. Bring the Jack Russells. <laughs> <laughs> for, uh, just one of them. Um, but I, this is this is part of the reason. Like I said, uh, favorite meal of the year is my mum's Christmas lunch. This is part of the reason why sometimes people say to me, oh, why do you call your kid blanket on, on, the, on this show? Why do mm. you call your wife, don't say a name on the show? Why don't you give out the real details of you know, fa- your family? I'll tell you why. Here's a good example. I put up a picture of my mum's Christmas lunch like a couple of years ago and then like people from this show or whatever are like, yeah, that looks fucking dry as shit to me. I'm like, I'll fucking, <laughs> I will kill you cunts. I will, and I was like, if I'm feeling like this about my mum's Christmas lunch, if I put up my pictures of my wife or kid and they said anything, I would fucking hunt these cunts down right, and right, fucking right. gouge out their eyes. Right. Even the name, someone going, that's a shit name for a kid. It's like, oh, oh fucking Absolutely. 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 Is that your wife? She's dry as shit here. <laughs> Look at it! It really would be an interesting test to see how far these animals would go to just put up a photo of your wife, just to just to oh. test them and go: Is there anyone fucked enough to go? What a yeah. dog! Put yeah. up a decoy. Put up a photo. Yes, and get oh. up a fake wife. My fake oh. wife, and see what they say. <laughs> if you behave yourselves with wasn't, the fake wife, you get to see the real one. Wasn't there when we did the gig in London? There was a friend of yours that was doing the merch for us. Do we ever talk about that? Yeah, we talked about a friend of mine who moved to London, who's still living there, came and helped us out by doing the merch. And and people were, people there were were scandalised thinking, that's her, that's Mrs. Chandler. Yeah, but then, wasn't there people cracking onto her? Yeah, there was one guy cracking onto her. I don't know if he, I don't know if, I mean, I'm sure there was a Venn diagram of like, thought it was Chandler's wife. Cracked onto her, and maybe there's an intersection in the middle of like I just, the ultimate, yeah. the ultimate. You're cracking onto her. Exactly. I'm a, big, sure. I'm a big fan of the show. I fucked Chandler's wife. <laughs> she was wet as hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you've got all the t-shirts. Yeah, Hold my drink. Yeah. Oh, you're a Patreon subscriber. Well, I've got one up on that actually. Yeah. Well, yeah. The last time I cooked for my parents or put anything on for my parents was uh, Mother's Day this year. My dad hit me up and was like, hey, instead of going out, what if 
what if we come around for dinner and you cook for us? Mum yep. would really like that. And I was like, sure, happy to do that. That sounds great. And Dad's like, but what I'll do is I'll te- we'll trick her. I'll tell her that we're going out. <laughs> no. And then at the last minute, like we'll say we're going to go to your house and then we'll get round there and then, you know, you'll just have dinner all ready to go. Oh, no. I'm like, why is there got to be – why has there got to be a trick? Like, why Like, why can't you just say we're coming around for... And I'm sure you're a good cook, but that's still always going to be disappointing. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We've picked your favourite restaurant. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so then it's like, during the week, it's like Dad hitting me up and he's like, it's going beautifully. She doesn't suspect a thing. I've told her <laughs> we're going out and she keeps asking me. She's like, where are we going? And I was like, oh, Tom hasn't told me yet. You know what he's like. Hasn't given me any... De-. I was like, so now I'm being thrown under the bus as part of this. Like, I'm being made to look like a complete cunt who's just not organised it at all. <laughs> shit on Mother's yeah. Day. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so then it's like they get round and, like, walk in the door and it's I've kind of got it all set up. And mum's like, oh, where are we going out? And I'm like, no, surprise, I guess. I've, I've cooked for you. And mum's like... Ah, oh, well, I mean, I'd worn these shoes thinking we were going to be walking <laughs> yeah, for yeah. a while. Yeah. I would have dressed completely differently. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it you're is fucking a, welcome. Yeah, you'd be more yeah. comfortable, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> if you were going to be out, you're just sitting on a couch. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it is an interesting surprise on one angle where it's like, oh, I'm going to get professionally cooked food. Oh, no, it's by some cunt who doesn't really know what he's doing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. By All some right. guy who I sort of taught how to cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So not as good as me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dad's just standing there going, I fucking got I don't know why it was so important to him <laughs> right. to like to prank, to prank my mum in some way. Yeah. It's like those Instagram boyfriends that their whole account is just like spooking their partner. Right. Dad's like, yeah, we fucking got her. I'm like, I didn't really want any part of this. <laughs> was pretty happy to just go out for a breakfast, but yeah. all right. And so uh, cooked a good meal. They really liked it. I do. I think I'm a pretty good at cooking. You know, felt like, you know, they left and they were like, they loved what I'd made. And I was like, this is this feels pretty. This actually does feel pretty good. Dad, glad Dad forced me. She's going to hope the Christmas surprise is that, you know, it'd be the opposite this time. Oh, yeah, she really wants to come here. You right. come and you're like, surprise, we're going out. Right. She's like, <laughs> now any time that, you know, these two say that we're doing yeah, something, yeah. we're doing the opposite. So she thinks we're having Christmas at like a Michelin hat <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, like, so I feel good about it. Then the next day. I'm uh, I'm on the phone to dad and he's like, yeah, it was it was really good. Mum really really liked it and yeah, thanks for thanks for coordinating with me on this big prank. We really got her well. I'm like, oh, glad you glad you enjoyed the food. He's like, yeah, yeah, we've been pretty sick today, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it tasted good at the time. So that's my last experience of cooking for my parents. So what's so, what's the spicy food that you cooked up? That's uh, that's no good for your uh, folks. Uh, I think it might have been soy sauce that upset them. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> There you go. Salty water. A bit of ginger and soy sauce yeah, really fucked them over. That's it. A bit of oriental magic is yeah. uh, not good on the constitution of the, that's it. the baby boomers. Spring bonus. onion, yeah. uh, rice. I think maybe the rice did it. Mm, so, yeah, yeah sticking to stick to ham and ham and chicken yeah, for Christmas yeah. Day. Maybe I mean, maybe that's the lesson. It's like Christmas yeah. lunch is the only meal you should cook. Please don't yeah. mess with any glaze. It's yeah. going to go straight yeah. through them. Yeah. Yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Have have anything from the, the saladas or the Ritz, guys. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And mum, re- now it makes a lot more sense as I'm telling it out loud. Mum has really been on me like, happy to bring anything? Like, no, 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 you know, I'm having it. I want to, I'm going to, I'm fully committed. I'm going to do all of it. She's like, really? Just mm. let me know. Happy to bring whatever you need. Yeah. Nah, mum, making a nice, uh, 
Make it a nice spicy salad. Yeah. Uh, some jalapeno poppers for an entree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I could never do – my parents would – my mum couldn't deal with, with anything. She's she's become – salt has become her enemy recently. <laughs> I, and I realise I've picked the wrong episode to wheel that story out on because the whole time you're just listening to this family story going, when's it start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When's, <laughs> when's anything happen that's not <laughs> the first four words of one of my stories about my family? <laughs> Dad tricked my mum once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mum didn't like soy sauce. Oh, okay. Well, my mum is a fucking Martian. Okay. <laughs> she, she won't season the food anymore. She will put zero salt in any food now. Okay. And then if Noel, my mum's partner, wants to put salt on the meal, she'll like berate him. It's the health she'll be choice. like, you're going to die. The health you're going to die. Yeah, yeah it's it? the health oh. choice thing. You posted on, Inst- no uh, on Twitter a, a recipe that your nan had texted you for sandwiches. Yes, that's like, a beautiful sandwich recipe. Yeah, it was like... No salt in, on the sandwiches because there's enough in the cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why put salt on when you can just put cheese in and get flavour plus yeah. the salt that you exactly. want? Exactly. I mean, I always get chicken cheese on my chips. So, yeah. Yeah. It's the same deal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I yeah. mean, that recipe is a beautiful recipe, though, and it's a very straight. It's like grated Talk onion. It. It's, it's bizarre. It's grated onion, grated cheese, some vinegar, salt and pepper, all mixed together, and then just put between two slices of bread. It's a sandwich. No. So it's just you make a slop. Yeah, you make, right. a, you make slop. It a slop and then putting it in bread. And it's actually very tasty. I bet. We do lots of different sandwiches, pineapple sandwiches, carrots. So there's no yeah. cheese in that one? No, there is cheese. That's oh. cheese. There's grated cheese, onion, grated onion, vinegar, vinegar salt, and, salt pepper. and pepper, and bread. It, I reckon it sounds good. It's really and tasty. Vinegar on anything's good. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's really tasty. The I other one I've is. I've never had vinegar in, sa- in a sandwich, to be honest. Oh, you've been missing out. Yeah. The other one <laughs> is try grated carrot, grated onion. Um, barbecue sauce, tomato sauce, Worcestershire sauce, <laughs> all mixed together, that on a sandwich. Okay. <laughs> and, is, and is that good? That's oh good God. too. Yeah. And like then the other one. sauce. <laughs> Why is everything grated? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's just easy. Your parents got teeth through. or what? <laughs> Nana and granddad don't. Right. Okay. And that's there where the recipes go. are from. Right, right, right. And then the other one is just so I'm, I'm fresh surprised pineapple. I'm surprised they're being trusted with bread. Yeah. Like, <laughs> isn't it like breadcrumbs mixed up just into a ball that they can mm. just suck or something? <laughs> <laughs> that would be tasty, to be honest. <laughs> It'd be just like a rissole of yeah, slop, yeah, which yeah, I would yeah, quite yeah. enjoy. Rissole sandwich, where the, the sandwich is the rissole. Yep. Yeah, I yep. like yeah. that. And then the other one is just fresh pineapple just cut with some salt on a sandwich. you got to have the salt because it stops the, like, you know when pineapple burns your tongue? Mm. Does it? Because you've eaten Does so it? much pineapple. That really. It's like the pineapple, the acid in it starts to eat the um, taste buds off your tongue or something. Okay. Oh, I've right. eaten a lot of pineapple. Yeah. So it's just pineapple, salt and bread. Yeah. Oh, and some butter. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't forget the butter. Yeah. Maybe I'll serve these to my parents on Christmas Day. Yeah. See how They're the, actually pretty good. See how the Walker family recipes go down. Yeah. <laughs> the slop sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> you were, now, we, we did say before, you, you, you brought all these stories out or natural, but we did say at the start, is there any, we like to check in with the, we've had heaps of the family already, but we did check in, you did give us some, your set list, your dot points. What were the dot points that you said at the start again? There was one about um, my mum and I and her trying to bond with me. Oh, in the mirror? Yes. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah. Yes. She decided one time, I think because we never really spent any quality time together. Right. Because um, it was sort of like, let's do your was, chores or clean the house. Yeah, or you and your sister's hanging out, peeling skin. Yeah. No time for mum time. No yeah. time for mum time. And so. Um, <laughs> Got a delicious sandwich recipe. Grate some cheese, grate some carrot, throw some skin in there. Yeah. <laughs> no salt on the skin. <laughs> and I don't know 
watching I think maybe she'd like watched some Gilmore Girls or something where she saw like a mother daughter relationship right and maybe got jealous or something of like maybe I should be like that and in her mind I I think that's what was happening but she came into the room and she was like this will be a nice exercise let's stand in front of the mirror together and point out the similarities and differences between our faces But then we didn't do that. Instead, what she said, we we're looking in the mirror and she said, I have a nicer nose than you. <laughs> <laughs> but you have nicer eyes than me. But then we looked for another 10 seconds or so and then she said, oh, no, I do have nicer eyes than you. <laughs> wow. So you, this, this sounds like this was just in the chamber for her ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think maybe because she had me young, it was like something in her that was like, just go have a look and see that you're still the hotter one. Right. Yeah, right. Or something. <laughs> I'm like 14. Right. If me and my daughter, if me and my 14 year old daughter were competing for dudes, yeah, yeah. I'd still leave her for dead. Yeah. She also used to. We used to go to Suzanne Gray. That's like a shop for like middle aged women, mm-hmm. and she would just buy clothes for her, and then just buy them in a smaller size for me. <laughs> and then we'd walk around in our matching outfits in your, in your shoulder pads. Yeah. 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 Oh. I had this like I was like. Oh, it was horrible because, you know, when you'd have like coloured clothes day at school, mm-hmm. I hated it because then I'd be in like, I'd look like an accountant, like a secretary <laughs> or something. Yeah. And I had this one skirt that was like this long and it was like a pencil skirt and it was brown and it had like blue embroidery of floral up one side and then just like a tucked in blue button up shirt mm-hmm. at school just looking like I looked more like a teacher than any of the teachers. And I had that short haircut too. (laughs) That like Karen mum haircut that my mum gave me. Did she give you that just to ensure she would always look hotter? Yeah. (laughs) Well, she had the same haircut. Oh, wow. Okay. Did she have a crush on some of your classmates and she was just making sure she had an inroads on them beyond you? Well, nobody wanted to hang out with me because of the way I looked. You're sick at home and she just goes into school in your place. Yes. I've had a growth spurt you probably look like yeah. a narc in school like you're all dressed up like an adult i looked way older like when i was in school Street. than i do now yeah it was we would have free clothes <laughs> days at school where we had a uniform and then there would be kids that what they would wear on the free clothes day would be like you're not a million miles away from wearing the uniform it's like you can wear anything and you're yeah. still wearing like a suit and a jacket yeah the fuck's wrong with you i remember having a real turning point at school one day when I was there, it was like free clothes day and I'm like wearing whatever and all the other kids are wearing whatever and I, I hadn't really clicked. And then some kid just looked at me and went, are you wearing clothes that your mum bought you? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's how else would I get clothes? And everyone else is like, no, we buy it. We, we choose our own clothes. I'm like, oh, I didn't get that memo. I didn't realise that was a thing. So I'm like, all right, that night went home. I've got to choose my own clothes, mum. And she's like, well, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know. Let's God. just go into a shop. What do you think thing. is good? <laughs> that midpoint where you're allowed to pick your own clothes out, but your mum is still having to buy them and approve them for you. Yeah. And you're in the clothing shop picking out stuff that yeah. your mum's vetoing and there's like older people or like any, you know, every now and then you're in a store now and you see like a kid going through that. It's like, God, that might be the worst part of childhood. I remember going into, a, into a, that, like that night or the next night or something, going to a, like the sports store in Maribyrnong, a very small selection and just going, I desperately need a shirt that I pick out myself. That's like a shirt <laughs> that kids at school would wear. And then going through the racks and going, 
all right, well, there's one shirt that fits me. I guess I'm wearing this one. <laughs> I'm just wearing some fucking half surf brand thing that I've got yep. no interest in. All right, well, I go to fucking, I'm a big boy now. I'm wearing hey, my I picked shirt. it myself and that's all that matters. Yeah. I yeah. used to praise the Lord when you'd get to a shop and the, like, the changing rooms were one with a door with a lock on them. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, God. yeah. Oh, because if not, if you're like a... If you're like a girl shopping with your mum, she will just open that change <laughs> yeah. room two seconds after you've walked into you completely naked. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they know the exact amount of time until you've pulled your pants down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's a motherly instinct. Yeah. Yeah. Your mum opens up the door. Nah, got better breasts than them. Yeah, yeah. No, I still got it. I still got it. <laughs> My mum was stoked when she was when I said, "Can we go shopping?" Because other than that, I would wear my brother older brother's handy downs, and she hated it. She hated me being a tomboy, but I was. The clothes were two times too big for me, so I looked like Eminem. Like I just, <laughs> it's like like you know denim shorts past my knees and this huge loose shirt. And mum's yep. like, and I, she was like trying to save money originally, and then she realised that she was like, "Oh, I do not want you to dress like." I mean, <laughs> she's changed her mind now, but I yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But then she was like, "Yes, let's go shopping." Carl, you made that boob joke and my mum one time she did give me like when I started <laughs> oh to God. grow when I started God. to grow grow boobs my mum bought in one of her old bras to give me and it was like a bra that didn't fit her anymore because she'd had kids and they got all different um, <laughs> <laughs> you know they get all chewed on they get all big and they got yeah. all different <laughs> they got all different you know when you see like no, a, a mum's nipples yeah. are like this this finger size yeah yeah and um yeah they just all yeah always out and stuff um and she gave me one of her old ones and then she told me because it was like a lacy one and she was like oh, I used to wear this when I'd go out on the town and stuff and then I was like I don't want to I don't want to have your old bra you used to fuck in that's <laughs> <laughs> fucked up <laughs> that is fucking great this is this is the bra that I got your dad in yeah. here you go yeah, now yeah, it's time yeah, for yeah. you to wear it <laughs> Wow, straight, no training bra, just a fucking no. bra straight in, That's great, and the idea that you're like at a party and you pick up a guy And he's like trying to get your bra off yeah. And he's like, how do you get this off? And you're like, I yeah. actually don't know, I've never worn it before yeah. Funny story, it's actually my mum's old yeah. fucking actually, bra Actually, I'll ring my dad, he knows how to get it off <laughs> Here you go, talk to him <laughs> Fucking hell Alright, well we better wrap it up there for another week On the Little Dum Dum Club Alex Ward, Daniel Walker, thank you so much for joining us Thank no you so much uh, You guys both have festival runs coming up next year Yes 2022 Wardy, you've got your show called You're Welcome I do, please come On in That's I'm you. writing it, you're welcome Yeah <laughs> Is it, are, are, doing you Melbourne? are you doing uh, Melbourne, Adelaide before that So I'm doing Adelaide, I think just the week before I think it starts on the 15th of March mm-hmm. I believe to the 19th So f- some amount Both on sale Oh yeah. well, no, Adelaide will be on sale Adelaide is on sale yes. Melbourne, not quite Yep, yep. But maybe some other cities. I don't know. Yeah. And you got a podcast? I got a podcast called Going Hyper. Excellent. Danielle Walker, Mm -hmm. you've got a show that's not uh, as yet untitled, I believe. Yes. I don't know what it's going to be called just yet. Um, But yeah, that'll be on at festival. And I don't know what other festivals I'm doing. I can't remember which ones. And um, Good plug. Yes. (laughs) And... Keep an eye on the socials. Yeah. She'll post. Socials. They'll be out there doing stuff. Yeah. 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 And you got a podcast? Podcast? Um, well, we just wrapped up and we're having a new podcast, which we think is going to be called The the Bitching Hour. The okay. Bitching Hour. Yes. Okay. Because like it. it's like The Witching Hour, but oh, yeah. it's The Bitching Hour and because our older podcast was called Batch Bitch. I don't really know. Okay. The other, because if not, it was going to be called Y2K Scrags. 
And <laughs> <laughs> I like Y2K Scrags. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really have a choice okay. with the name. All right. We'll keep an eye out for that, whatever it's called. <laughs> Lots of currently untitled Daniel Walker. <laughs> yeah, podcasts. we'll figure yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. out as we go along. Yeah, at the very least, if you don't go to anything, help her with names. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. And you have to assume that they've done it again. Mm, full, full disclosure, we ha- are recording this before we've done it again. We're about an hour out from doing mm, it again. We are fully Pulp Fictioning this, or... Mm. Whatever, whatever. Normally, this is like we're sort of on the downhill kind of track after mm. having done the episode. This is our cool down. But uh, this this week, it's our warm-up stretch. That's Getting it. Getting the hammies in order. Yep. So, um, yeah, if you start being too funny, Tommy, I'll just pull you up. You know, save it. I do. I really feel like I'd, I'm conscious of not burning myself out mm. in the uh, in the riff factory that is talking dum-dum. Yep. Um, so, uh, like we said up the top, all those live shows, Heathcote this weekend, there's... A few little nervous Nellies have uh, not, not have, uh, have offered up a few tickets. There might be a couple on the socials between now and then. Um, of course, the big bus trip with Milan at the helm. Not driving, just just captaining. Yeah. Just uh, at the helm without actually being the, the guy. You know, the captain doesn't steer the, the wheel on a ship, does he? He just tells some other cunt what to do, doesn't he? I think sort he of? might be doing that, but I think there's someone who's in control, yeah. and then there's another person who is essentially calling the shots. Yeah, yeah. So he's doing whatever that is, um, and then the big, big live, uh, yeah, show up in Heathcote. Be very interesting, having not been there before, and yep. not, and having the people up there not really know what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. Should be good. Um, oh, I wonder if we'll get any uh, just kind of. Local stragglers coming to the gig. Yeah. Are we going to be able to accommodate them? Just anyone who's walking past the pub going, this looks like a bit of fun? I would assume not because I told the the, the owner up there how many people are coming and he was like, oh, shit. Right. So I don't, I don't anticipate that means there's a lot of room up there. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we could squeeze one or two of them in, yeah. that'd be interesting. Sure. Yeah, oh, look, fine. If that's the way that we get a new listener or two out of it, then oh, I'd, so be it. I'd love it for, for some dare up there to walk past and we go, yeah, it's actually $35, thanks. <laughs> and then, then go, oh, yeah, no worries. Okay. Yeah. Yep. This better be Rodney Rude. He better be yeah. on, the, on well, the panel. Not far off. Is this, this better be Rodney Rude or Carl Barron yep. or Jamoan or fuck this. Yep. The three comedians in Australia. Mm. Um, then, of course, the big five homes of the show, January 15, the Brisbane show, 29th of January, uh, Perth, third, uh, uh, 5th of March, I should say, and Adelaide. Adelaide, new date. Yes. Exciting. February the 26th, 2022, at the Rhino Room, 3.30 in the afternoon, big live podcast. We're back to full capacity in there yep. after our double shows last year. Just the one this year. And that is a Saturday afternoon? Yes. Saturday mm. afternoon, 3.30. Uh, tickets now at littledumdumclub.com. They'll be on sale right now. So, uh, And you know what it's like over in Adelaide? Get your tickets quick. Exactly. Before those fuckers over there snaffle them all up. They're little, they're little ticket hoovers yeah. over there, aren't they? And uh, this, weirdly enough, this keeps happening every time we go to Adelaide, but it's on, I don't know if you're aware of this, it's on at the same time as the Adelaide Fringe. Oh, okay. So we just, you know, we're not, obviously we're not part of that. We're just there doing a show. But um, is this? This just keeps happening. It's so weird. That rings a bell because that happens to be the same thing that happens with Melbourne Comedy Festival as well. Which is like, we've got to have a talk to our booking agent about this because this seems. It's really strange. It's eerie. It it is. It's getting like, 
once or twice you go, okay, that's a strange coincidence. But every year, yeah. it's like something else is going on here. Yeah, I mean, look, I feel weird about it because what's essentially happening is we're on the coattails of several festivals uh, and uh, getting all the goodwill about them and then not paying them any money for it. And I feel yeah. really bad about that. Yeah. Because um, I, f- I, f- like, I mean, despite the fact we sell out all our shows and have absolutely no need for these festivals to uh, have us under their umbrella i still mm. feel like we should be giving them hundreds and hundreds of dollars for fucking yeah. no reason yeah it's really weird it's mm. it's strange that they don't kind of put these dates out there in advance yeah. for us to sort of uh be aware of that but that's that's yeah. the strange kind of times that we live in it's it's strange that they ha- that, that at least one of them hasn't sort of hit us up to go hey what are you boys playing at here oh wait they did <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, yeah um, yeah, that was the Darwin Fringe Festival that hit us up that time. That's to, right. Uh, to have a go about that's that. That's right. Uh, I would love that if the Darwin Fringe Festival hits us up and goes, Hey, cunts! Yeah. What the fuck are you doing if here? They, if they go, that's the only festival that these guys haven't gone around and tried to pull the piss with yet. So mm. we're going to preempt it and make sure that we get in before they pull one of their famous stunts. Yep. Uh, but yeah, 3.30pm, Saturday afternoon, February the 26th at the Rhino Room. And then uh, I think I'm going to do a little trial of my show in the Rhino Room afterwards at about 4.45 in the afternoon. So those tickets will be out there as well. Um, great. Tommy Daslow, the, de- the debut of t- Tommy Daslow cancelled. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And finally saying the things that uh, I'm forbidding you to say on this show. That's exactly it. Yeah. 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 Uh, got to got to trial it in Adelaide. Got to mm. make sure that they're um you know that it's good enough for them. This this material that's going to get me cancelled. Well, you want to trial it somewhere. You know, just like you d- you don't want people camping out the front of your house in Melbourne. If you you try it here, all of a sudden you cancel. You got people with pitchforks out the front of your right. house. At least you can do the show quickly, get on the on the plane, and jet back to Melbourne. Yes, before any of them can get their hands around your throat. Well, even if there was to be like a mob uh, yeah. coming for me in Adelaide, mm. not that many people would show up. So it's so it's yeah, relatively yeah, yeah. low stakes. It's like you'd be like, "Get away from me, both of you!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, they outnumber me. I'm really scared. They're pretty little though, so yeah. I guess maybe I could fight back. I'm yeah. probably going to be okay here. Yeah, and also they they took about. Two months to complain. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, exactly. I got away. I got away well in time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, looking forward to being over in South Australia. Mm. Uh, get your tickets. Live and little, unleashed. Yeah, that, that's it. LittleDumDumClub.com for all of those how long, tickets. How long have we been complaining about Adelaide for? This must be, is it, this must be the 10th anniversary of us going there. Easily. Sure, something like that. We would have gone pretty early on. Uh, the more interesting question is how long have we been complaining about it where it hasn't really been an issue? I mean, last year we sold out a show very quickly. You know what I mean? It feels like, feels like the tide has turned for us at least. Yeah. No, but we, yeah, but then we put on a second show and then it didn't sell out. So we got to complain about that. That's true. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I feel like one way or the other, we, we sort of should put it to bed because what we find out increasingly when we get there is that the people over there hate it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Look, what we should do is keep complaining about it on here, yeah, and not do it to not their face. do it to their faces. Yeah, yeah that's I probably think that's good, the thing. That's a good. Yeah, I love complaining about it on here. Yeah, and getting no feedback of it. We need just to remind ourselves so the instincts don't kick in. We yeah. need to like put a sign up kind of in the venue. Yes, like in Brisbane when we were at that uh, place that had no dance who on the wall. Yes. We just need to put yep. no complaining about the numbers now yep. that the show is on. So we come out. We're like, oh, you cunts do. And then we just see the sign, and we're mm. like, "You, oh, you've, it's great to see you. Yes. Can't wait to do comedy." Even if if you can hold up a sign that reminds us, or if you can just like bring something into the room so ridiculous 
that we have to focus on that instead. Oh, you distract us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. bring yeah. a shiny trinket yeah, to draw attention away from Someone just take a shit in the middle of the crowd and stand up and go, Tommy... Can you wipe my bum bum? Yep. And then it's like, all right, well, then it becomes the bum bum episode. Yeah, yeah. A <laughs> whole hour of me wiping yeah. someone's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a fun gig. <laughs> like last year where it took Capper an entire hour to tell a story about proposing to his partner. Uh. Just an hour. People yeah. who didn't like that, then they're back there a year later watching <laughs> me wipe a grown man's ass. <laughs> Being like, we didn't know how good we had it in 2021. Yeah. Yeah, and and they're like, man, you should have done that last year for Kappa. You should have wiped his yeah. ass because fucking, I think that's what the smell was. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that'll be fun. That'll be fun, Adelaide. Man, we we're doing a lot of uh, through through a big desert of no shows. We're we're we've got an oasis of too many shows. Yeah, I mean, up. we've got the the great thing that uh, you know, obviously, a lot of people are having at the moment of the big log jam of rescheduled things, mm. butting heads up against new events that we would be doing anyway at that yep. time of year. Yeah. A lot of travelling. So made the most of uh, a big old studio episode like you've just listened to now. Yes. Because, uh, what a great one. Between between like fuck between next week and and the end of April, you're gonna get fucking mm. heaps. Because oh, look, that'll go on sale very soon. As we'll we're about to do four back to back four a live podcast in Melbourne mm-hmm. from late March through till I don't know mid April or so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. If, See if those dates work for you, Tommy, if you've yep. got anything else yep. on those dates or anything. But I think we sh- we, we generally do that around that time for whatever reason, so we might as well do it again. Um, that'll be Saturday afternoon uh, at 4.30 mm-hmm. at the European Beer Cafe upstairs uh, if you guys want to come and do see that. But maybe we'll put those on sale at the same time as, uh, as uh, Adelaide. Sure. Yeah. So lots of live stuff to look forward to, including, like, yeah, next week, the uh, the Heathcote show. Um like we said at the top, have a look on the socials. There might be a couple of people um, end up having something else on, which, you know, look, that's the the good thing about being your own manager, your own whatever the fuck we are, our own producers. Promoter. Is that we handle everything ourselves. And then, you know, sometimes you do wish you had a, a manager or a ticket master to look after stuff when someone goes, oh, I fucking help hurt my elbow. I can't come to the show anymore. Right, right. I need a refund. Do you? We had a great one during the week. A guy emailed us to say, oh, I bought a ticket to the 500th show off a guy who couldn't go when it was meant to be last year. And now that the date's changed, I'm worried that he can go and that he's going to show up yeah. and try and use the ticket that he sold to me because it's yeah. just an email of a PDF. Yeah, And it's like... Yeah, but that's a risk when even if the date doesn't change, someone could fuck yeah, you over by doing that. Yeah, why weren't you worried about that last year? <laughs> and also it's like, what can we possibly yeah. do about this? Yeah, yeah. Like, what are we meant to do? But, yeah, th- so there's <laughs> Just that. Get, give us a photo of the guy and we'll put up a do not yeah. let this man into the yeah. venue. Are we individually managing all 1,000 people who are fucking <laughs> coming into the venue? It's just like, yeah, man, that's just a... I mean, it might not even be a real ticket. That is just the risk that you take when you buy something thing secondhand yeah yeah and, and <laughs> all that stuff where it's like you know i just i can't help but imagine what Ticketmaster or whatever do if these same people hit them up like we're getting hit up midweek by oh yeah yeah we bought tickets to heathcote you know months ago now and uh, now that there's only three days to go or whatever um yeah i can't be fucked don't really want to go yeah, yeah so can i get all my money back and it's like oh uh, is that what you would uh, what do you how do you reckon Ticketmaster go with I, that yeah i do wonder i mean is there someone who's in there just dealing with that sort of shit all day, all week. I think week. there's a big old fucking template that's de- dealing I would, with that stuff. I would assume so. I would assume it's like you're filling out a form on the website yeah. and then it's 
it's probably you're just never hearing back. And guess what? You get on with your life. Yeah. You either go, you either sell it to someone, you try and work it out so you can go, or you yeah. just kiss goodbye to the money. Yeah. Those are the three options that yeah. if you're seeing Kings of Leon, that's just that's just what you have to make your peace with. Yeah. You're I not just, going, hey, Caleb, yeah. it's okay yeah. if I get my $80 back. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> My br- my brother's having his thirty second birthday um, the next yeah. morning, so yeah. I feel like if I come and see um, Sex on Fire, I rock out too much. I'll be mm-hmm. a bit tired yeah. for like the for the brunch that we're going to have. So if that's cool, if you can just send back the ninety eight dollars plus uh, booking fee as well, I'd, I'd like, like the booking, booking fee back. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because I haven't really. If you think about it, I don't have the ticket anymore, so I don't really think I should have to pay for the booking I mean, of that, a ticket that I don't have anymore. I mean, that's that's another side of the argument where it must be like, well, you did do the booking. You might not be going. <laughs> you might not be using the ticket, but yeah. you did. Do the the booking did yeah. happen, so you should have to pay for that. Man, I've copped that before, where it's been like, uh, no, yeah. So anyway, uh, no, I um, I um, there's been a mistake with the website, and uh, so I'll have my money back. And it's mm-hmm. like it's never confirmed what the mistake is because yep. it's like, yep. no, well, the mistake is, I think it's made by you. Yeah, and then it's like, anyway, I'll have my money back, and then the set, and I go, okay, and then the second grab will be. Um, actually, I didn't get my booking fee back, so if you mm-hmm. can give me back that, I'm like. I I don't have it, mate. I don't the get booking, it. The booking, Try booking gets it. The booking fee is yep. taken by the booking site. Yeah. And they're like, well, I still want it. And I'm like, well, I don't have it. And also, by the way, it's 50 cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so far, we've had three emails back and forth about this 50 cents. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, obviously you can assume Ticketmaster, Ticketek, yes, they would be getting these kinds of emails all the time. What I would like to know is how often, if you looked in the DMs of, say, for example, the lead singer of Kings of Leon, oh, yes. how many are they getting? Because yeah, yeah. that must be happening where it's yeah. like someone strikes out with Ticketek, they get the they get the form email back, and then they're like, you know what? Yeah. I'm taking this all the way to the top. Yeah. <laughs> At Caleb Followill. Yeah. Hey, mate. Yeah, had a bit of a snafu with your show in Sydney. Can't make it anymore. Just wondering if you could yeah. look into getting me a refund. Man. I would be fascinated to know how often that happens. For sure. Full respect to the people <laughs> out there that are man enough to buy a ticket to something and then go, you know what, this is on me. I changed my mind. Yeah. And that's on me. I've done that plenty of times. Yeah. Gone to the last minute and either like, yeah, I feel sick or I try to get rid of it and then I can't and I go, yeah. oh, well, say yeah. la vie. Yeah. You get some free things every now and then in this life yeah. and then sometimes you pay for something and you don't end up using it. Mm. It all shakes out in the end. Yeah. That's that's the risk you take when you buy a ticket That's showbiz. That is showbiz. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I got something here. Right here for in two weeks' time. Oh, yeah. Who knows if I'm going to end up going? Well... Something might happen. I think you should hit up either Amel or the Sniffers. <laughs> <laughs> and ask yeah, them... Yeah, just hit just, up. just hit them up now. Yeah. And go, look, I, at the moment I plan on coming. Yeah. But... Two weeks is a long time in baseball. Well, you okay? know, I did get invited to a friend's uh, Christmas thing on that mm. night. And I was like, oh, I go. mean, it's, you know, go. it's a year of not really seeing people. There you go. And what do I do? And, I, I you know, you know so maybe I haven't made my mind up yet, but maybe I, I DM one of the sniffers and go, look, I think so. can I just have a bit of a standing arrangement yes. here? Can I get a guarantee from you in writing I that whatever I decide to do, and I promise it'll be at least an hour before mm. the gig starts. Look, you don't need it in writing. I just think it, it's polite. Mm. Of you to hit them up and go, look, this is the situation. Yeah. Just, I don't want to shock you, like, and say, I don't want to do the wrong thing and, and hit you up with two hours to go and go, guess yes. what, guys? Yes. Going to a Christmas party instead. What you should do is now go, look, I'm just hitting you up to let you know that I might, mm-hmm. with two hours to go, demand a refund. Yeah. Or- so just get it all hooked up, leave a page open mm-hmm. with the refund button open on try booking or whatever you need to do and get ready at six, seven o'clock on the Saturday night and yep. get 
get that ready so it's like you're not wasting time exactly on the night when you're warming up and have stuff. the money sitting in a little envelope at the mm, door just yes. ready to go because I will yeah. still come to the venue to collect oh, so my you, refund I so, won't go in so you want to <laughs> on top of everything else you want to cash in I now as well cash out yeah because <laughs> um, oh, the other one or the other one that you could do and you would have had this a bit hey um hey uh at Amel, um, wh- <laughs> what time are you guys on? Oh yeah, don't I just want to know exactly how late I can roll up yeah. because that's how non-committed I am to this night out. Yeah, yeah. I know it says the gig starts at eight, but let's be realistic. It's like when you, you get that in comedy festival for a solo show. It's like, yeah, I got my ticket for eight o'clock, but like, what's the latest I can get there? Mm. Eight o'clock. Yeah. That's when the show starts. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the big day out. It's yeah. not a whole day thing. Yeah. I go on at eight, and then I'm done at eight fifty. That's it. Yeah. And if that w- window doesn't work for you, that's fine. But there's nothing I can do about that. Yes. That's what it's got to be. Yeah, I just. Uh Fuck, I, man, yeah. Look in the socials, on the socials, in the groups, and everything. Let us. There must be plenty of people that listen to the show that are in retail. Mm-hmm. Let us know your best fucking. Oh, uh, what do people try on? Yeah, your that best, would be. Yeah, your best request. I love this shit because this could f- be. This could make it into the main episode as a yeah. talk back topic potentially. Please, but let us know. Look, I'm still not decided if I'm going to actually go <laughs> to this or not. So Friday the seventeenth of December. Amel and the Sniffers at the Croxton Band Room. Look, if you potentially, if you're listening and you might be interested, if I do decide to sell this, let me know. Oh, okay. Okay. Just just drop a pin in there so I know if if on the day before I decide I can't be fucked going to this concert and I'd rather Mm. go to my friend's Christmas thing, Mm. just so I've got an easy out and I don't have to be bothering one of the three Sniffers. Or another option... Let Tommy know if you'd like to buy his ticket to his friend's Christmas party. Oh, if you want to go in my place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. The the tickets were forty dollars plus booking fee, but I'll I'll do them for fifty because I think they're sold out. Yeah, and you'll sign them. Yeah, you'll I'll sign, sign the you'll ticket. Sign yeah. yeah, that's as, great. As am I. Try, yeah, trying to get into the gig and being like, oh, I actually am gonna need. I'm gonna need to hold onto the ticket because yeah, it's yeah, yeah. signed by a comedian who has absolutely nothing to do it's, with this show. It's signed by a comic you've never heard of who's pretending to be Amel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but he spelt the name wrong. Yeah. A N. Yeah. A L. And he's drawn the ticket himself. <laughs> I don't believe he ever bought one. <laughs> that's our cover band, Anal and the Sniffers. <laughs> I love that. Like we've made it dirty. Yeah, we, we, we've made it about we've made it about anal. We've sex. made it about sex. <laughs> All right. Well, Patreon dot com slash Little Dum Dum Club is where you can go to support this show. Mm. Chip in a little bit of money and get yourself two bonus episodes every week. Always a lot of fun on those ones. You get the Monday and Friday their little uh, bonus mini episodes with great special guests. Yeah. But perhaps more importantly, you get your name. Potentially read out mm. right now yep. in this part of the show. Yep. You, I mean, yeah, That's you might not fact. definitely be in this one, but you will be at some point in the future. Yeah. But it could be you. You could be listening right now, and we're about to talk directly to you. This could be the uh, this could be the foreplay right now, where um, you'll always remember what we were talking about now because uh, it, it's, it was the lead up. To you um, becoming famous. Oh, I'd imagine, uh, you know, if you if you end up being read out in this episode, Amel and the Sniffers are going to become your favourite band. You're just like, I've never heard of these guys. Might look them up. And then you listen to the music, and maybe it's not to your particular tastes, but you just love it because it reminds you of the great uh, moment that your name got read out soundtrack. on your favourite podcast. Yeah, The soundtrack to uh, your immortalisation. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, yeah, that can that can happen. Now, what's happening over there? Uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Just a slight error that I've made okay. that uh, I've now fixed. Okay. 
I, they, they shouldn't have even been brought up because, uh, yeah, look, it's adding well, nothing. It was hard not to. <laughs> <laughs> That's all fine. Look, all right. look, it's a delicate machine, the UTA. Yep. Sometimes it had its it, Christmas party last night, is that just, correct? It's it feeling just, a little bit foggy today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't go down all the sniffers. It went to its own Christmas party yep. last it night. It went, went to the, the UTA the, Christmas the UTA party. One. Yeah, they all yeah. get together. Yeah. Um, I had a hard time keeping up because, you know, we've had this one for quite a while. Mm. There's a lot of new models and it was drinking with the new models last night. Right, right. And, you know, they can wake up no Inappropriate. Hangover, but, but this one, mm. this one's just, you know, fuck, it's, it's still a bit shady now. Yeah. Yeah, yep. so, must be pretty uh, org- easy when they organised the uh, Chris Kringle at the UTA Christmas party. Yeah, bit yeah. of fighting over who's going to spit out the name. Yeah, 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 all of that. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> a real flight of fancy there. Yeah. Um, all right, let's crack in. We, uh, like you said, we have guests coming in to, to do this. What time are they getting here? Uh, I don't know. In about. I think 40, half an hour? 40 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so we've got time. Yeah. We've also Depends how s- many we do. Well, we've also got to do some dummios in between, I forgot to tell you. Oh, so fucking hell. We've got some uh, dummios to record. You know, you can hit us up in time for Christmas for that bullshit as well. Um, all right. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, Jack Livingston. Okay. Or Livingstone. Are any of these the dummios that we've got to do? Because if we could just knock them out, if we just put the <laughs> webcam on and knock them out while we're doing this, yeah. that would be fucking awesome. Yeah, no, because all we've got to play with on, on these ones is just the name. Whereas dummios, we tend to get a bit of detail about the person. And mm-hmm. so we, uh, we the, it'll be like, oh, yeah, um, um, this guy's fucked in the head. And then we get to riff off that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. That's pretty cool. Some, yeah. pretty, some pretty juicy goss. He loves drinking beer. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. one comes through a he lot. He did a fart one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Get, get him. Oh, yeah. Get him. There we go. There's 15 minutes. Yep. Easy, straight <laughs> off the bat. <laughs> to be fair, it's good gear. Yeah. Um, but this guy, Jack Livingston, we don't know anything about him. He might he might like beer. Mm. What do you reckon? Jack Livingston? Jack that's right. Jack Livingston. I had a. I went to school with a guy called Livingston, with a guy surname Livingston. Mm-hmm. A very, very, bit of a bit of an odd young man. Okay. Bit of a, an odd young man where he uh, was got himself into trouble with the law mm-hmm. during school. Okay. And then I sort of went to TAFE with him after that. Okay. Got along okay and sort of like I don't know. He sort of got weirder and weirder, and then mm-hmm. I'd never really heard from him for a few years. And then one like years later, I ran into him in a pub. And I was like, oh, wow. This, you know, that thing where, you know, you're quite close with someone and then you don't see them for years and then yep. you run into them. Yep. I was like, oh, wow. What, what's been going on? And he was like really drunk and just going, yeah, I got locked up in an insane asylum. But, but the good news is I broke out and I ran away from it. Like, fucking hell. That is good news. That is good for you. That's impressive stuff. Yeah. They seem like they would be very difficult to get out of. I would have thought so too, mm. um, which made me think, eh, the sort of person that, goes into an insane asylum or something, do they know whether they actually did break, break out, out or they or just got released? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even if they went into one at all. I don't know. It's really weird. They just got, they just left the door unlocked. Yeah. And they sort of ushered me out. Yeah. And then I took advantage of that momentary lapse and yeah. I just ran for it. It was more of a just an outpatient insane asylum. Mm-hmm. So uh, just, just come in a couple of hours a day. When you if say you, want. you sort of went to TAFE with him? Well,. Yeah, I was just thinking, well, I did, I did, because I was thinking, fuck, was I at this, in a different class? But I was in the same class as him. Okay. Yeah, so I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went to TAFE with him in, at Ballarat, mm-hmm. at a place called the School of Mines. Wow. M-I-N-E-S, which is, oh. I assume is still there. Very odd. 
I thought I, so. I did think you said school of minds. Yeah, which it's like that's isn't that just every school? Yeah, well that's why I corrected. <laughs> that's it what a school is. I didn't want you to think I went to a place that was too good because that sounds like oh that's a cool place. That's yeah. what you should be working on. Yeah, but this was school of minds. So this was to get you ready for mining. Going and well, working in mining. Well, that's the other thing. It's like when you say it out loud, it's like, what were you studying at the School of Mines? Were you, were you graphic design? Digging? Yeah. No, 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 graphic design. Yeah. I was like, going to design a poster for the canary that goes down the yeah, coal mine. I was just doing Gina Reinhardt's business cards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, that was. Uh, oh, yeah. Have I ever told this story in the podcast? This guy that I'm talking about, mm-hmm. um, we had a class project where we had to design a bad taste. Ashtray. Now I don't know. It's, it's you have told this. Have yeah. I told this on the show before? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he nails the brief. Yes. Yeah. Very, very briefly. Sorry to people that remember this or whatever. I, I, I say to him. He didn't have an idea, and I said, "You should do a picture. <laughs> you should do a picture in the ashtray of the teacher bumming you." Mm-hmm. And then he just did it, and I was like, "I can't believe he did it." And then he handed it in, and the teacher just destroyed it and didn't grade him on it, and then pretended that. The project never existed. Right. <laughs> and then didn't he... Wasn't the story he went more crazy after that or something? Yeah, yeah. That was relatively sane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That wasn't crazy. That was just hearing a funny idea from me. And going, okay, and, I'll do it. And going, okay, I've got nothing else. Yeah. No, no, no. He went, he went crazier after that. He went yeah. loopy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He that went was, loco. That was relatively sane. Him just hearing a, a funny idea and acting on it. Uh, but to go back to your original question, Jack Livingstone. Yes. Livingston. Yes. I am going to say he is a teetotaler. Oh, really? Yeah. You got a name like that. I in, get a bit of a way. I get a bit of a real sober vibe from him. No do judgment, you, not knocking it. Do you know many teetotalers? There's not too uh, many out there, is there? Not not that, not that I know. Of, I anyway. think that the only ones that I know are in comedy. Right. I don't know anyone who doesn't drink outside of the world of stand up. Fiona mm. Nazim Fleety. Fleety. Mooney. Brett. Blakey. Cody. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this will take all evening. Um, yeah, no, I don't know anyone who's sober who's not in the world of comedy. Right. And I don't. I also don't know any... Well, no, that's not true. That's not true at all. I right. was going to say I don't know anyone who's sober and it's not the result of them having just gone way too hard for right, their life, right. but that's not true at all. Yeah. Okay, so this guy's going to be a rare exception of a of a of an outside world guy that's that's going to be sober, you reckon? Yeah, I think so. Mm. I could just I could just picture it. I picture uh, I picture Jack Livingston, I picture just nice clean-cut man just at a barbecue holding a can of heaps normal and just going, mm. "Honestly, it tastes it tastes really good. You think this you know? guy's that much of a dickhead? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good beer. <laughs> is it? It is. Yeah, they're good. Is it, is it beer? Yeah. Do you count it as beer? Yeah. It's um, not alcoholic beer. Yeah. Uh, eh. I don't know. don't know about that. Um, I don't know. Name Jack Livingston. It just, to me, reeks of, of, of not teetotaler. Okay. It's, it's a, it's, I just can't imagine a name. It's a very... Sharp. You think party animal? More likely, I would mm. say. Mm. More likely. Because it's an entertaining name. Yeah. You've got something to live up to. I but, I, I mean, I would go the other... I, I mean, that's part of my thought process is that, hey, it's an entertaining name. 
you don't need to get pissed and feel like you've got to do that to be the life of the party when you've got a name like Jack Livingston. That's Mm. doing the work for you. Most people, when they drink, it's like, I want to be someone different. You know, I want to be the version of myself that I want to be in my head. Right. Whereas him, he's like, people hear that name and the fucking hard work's already done. Right. I don't need an anecdote. I don't need anything else. I just go Jack Livingston and they're right. They're already like, wow, I'm having a great time around this guy. Yeah, they're just, they, he says the name Jack Livingston and they're like, ah, cool. Yeah, What's yeah, he going to yeah. do now? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He's like, oh man, I just want to be Colin Brown. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be Jack Livingston anymore. Yeah. I want to be just plain old Colin Brown. <laughs> I want to be Colin Brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a name. Col- Colin Brown. <laughs> Colin Brown. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I mean, that's almost. Uh, that's almost the the opposite point to what you're trying to make. Like yeah. someone turning yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. My name's Colin Brown. People but are like, "Wow, that is fucking funny." You know, you know why is that with that that guy that just died in America, the military guy, Colin Powell. Mm-hmm. He was always pronounced Colin, but his name's spelled it's Colin. I think that's just the that, the just the American pronunciation. Do they always say it? Colin? Col- Colin, Carlin. Yeah, Colin. Phil Collins. They don't say Phil, Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Not Phil Collins. Well, um, yeah, mm. Carlin. Colin. Was it a bit? Was that? Was that just some sort of like a jab at Colin? Colin Brown. Colin. What's his name? Fucking Colin Powell. Mm. To just go. Oh man, he's a bit of an asshole. Let's yeah, just call yeah, him yeah. Colin. Maybe it was. Americans a, let us that know. That might be a funny military mm. jab at him. Maybe what we're doing is the American equivalent of Harold Holt. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. They call this guy Colin. Yeah, is yeah. it because he's full of shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. We're good at comedy. Thanks, um, Jake. Thanks, Jackie. Jack. I thanks, mean, Jackie. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, uh, uh, old Jack Dead Rock. Uh, thank you too, patron subscriber Todd Runnels. Runnels. Yeah, odd one. What the hell is this? Yep, Runnels. So you're right to ask that. R U double N A double L S. Runnels. Runnels. This sounds to me like this is a very specific thing that I'm bringing up as if it's like a very common thing, but maybe maybe it's more niche than what I'm assuming. But like in, in a film where they would have like a fake version of the Muppets, like oh, yeah. in a film where it's like there's a there's puppets right. and they, obviously they can't just for licensing, they just can't just use the Muppets. So it's mm. like I feel like there's a handful of examples of that, of like the popular puppet show right. in this world. Yeah. Runnels sounds like it would be an example. You know, there's like a film where you're like, oh, what's my kid watching on TV? Yeah. Oh, the Runnels. Yeah. I love the Runnels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like a Beatles parody where yeah. they've just sort of gone like, the the runnels you go um, this well it, <laughs> I I'm assuming this is going to be a very bad version of the Beatles <laughs> yeah yeah we're probably just about due for another Beatles parody at oh, this yeah. point oh, yeah I can see that new that new doco they're really back in the they're really back in the public consciousness at yes, this point yes so they're, they're on the show that what well we've been talking about them on this show well yeah yeah I yeah. thought you meant the episode that people have just heard <laughs> hey maybe yeah Daniel Walker the fifth <laughs> maybe, Beatle maybe Daniel and Alex have some <laughs> Killer Beatles observations yeah, yeah. have been waiting they, to bust out. They dumped, they dumped Alex Ward when they were still playing in Hamburg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the she was the drummer at the time. Mm-hmm. They got rid of her. Yep. Um, yeah, the Runnels. The Runnels. Mm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's one man Runnels. One man. The coming to comedy festival twenty twenty two. One man seven hour get back documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's just you sitting around. That's good. Playing the instruments, fucking around, riffing I, with yourself. I thought you were g- going to go super, super quickly from, 
you know that that phenomenon with, that you have in comedy festivals where someone goes one man Lord of the Rings, one man Simpsons, yep. one man Beatles. Okay, very quickly into one man Runnels. Yeah, fuck, we haven't even really figured out what the Runnels are <laughs> yet, but okay, yep. now we've whittled them down to one person. No, I like, I want one person reenacting the. And is it Todd Runnels that's doing it? It's yeah, it's Todd. It's, it's Big Todd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. Todd Runnels in what the one man Runnels. And he's getting five and a half hours into his gig and then he's like, all right, everyone up to the rooftop so yep. I can do the final part of the doco, yep. Yep. me playing up there. Yep. Him him working on his final album, arguing with with himself. Yep. And then um, having his girlfriend hang around him for the entire time and then yep. getting pissed off that she's He's also she's the girlfriend. Yeah, he's yeah. swapping wigs and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, right. Yep. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. And then he leaves himself. Yeah. But then he comes back, of course. He's playing the monk that's just like hanging out in the corner. Right, the, right. Just a friend of George Harrison's yeah, who's yeah, just yeah. there hanging out yeah. at the start of the sessions. Yep. And then after doing all of this stuff, after arguing with himself, impersonating a woman, mm. um, doing all the stuff for, for four hours, he then gets up onto the rooftop and everyone's like, well, that's the nat- natural next step. This guy's obviously going to fucking neck himself. Yes. Throw him up and, yes. Throw him up and, and that's the twist. Right. That's where it deviates from the right, source material because right. you've got you know, to you mix it up in there at some point. <laughs> get back. <laughs> get back to the ground where you belong. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Just all the people on the street. Oh, look, that's oh, that's John Lennon. Yeah. Oh, look, he's, yeah. oh, he seems to be standing oh, right near the edge. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no, boom. Oh, that's no Lennon. That's, oh. that's bloody Todd Runnels. Oh, he's made a right mess there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks, Todd. Sounds great, Todd. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber. Fiona Baxter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You like that? Don't mind it. You like the sound of it? I like the last Which, name, Baxter. Yeah, I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Fiona. Oh, silent, mate. Yeah, sorry. That's a slab. You're on set. Sorry, mate. <laughs> Just some famous people hit me up. Oh yeah. Whatever. No big yeah. deal. Who? Go no on. Uh, Blow up like their spot. To, wouldn't like to. Wouldn't like to say. It. Oh yeah. It's put it this way. Gauche, isn't it? Put it. What? Okay, let's put it this way. <laughs> Who is that? What? It, it, what did you say? That's a bit gauche. Oh, gauche. I thought you, I thought you said, oh, it's Rove, isn't it? I'm like, <laughs> no, it's He's not. always bloody yeah. texting you. Yeah. That, well, that's why I didn't hear you probably because I was like, who? Yeah. You mean John? Yeah, yeah. For the hundredth time, Chandler, yeah. who would you turn gay for? <laughs> <laughs> He's just regularly going through his phone book, yeah, just yeah, hitting yeah. up random people to he find out. He actually hasn't stopped doing the show yeah, uh, yeah, over yeah. all those years. He's yeah. recording today. There's no audience. There's well, no people guests. that got into showbiz after the people. show finished, he wants yeah. to know. I never got the chance to ask. He's making a comprehensive list. Yeah. Yeah. He never got the chance to ask Timothy Chalamet who yes. he turned gay for. So yeah. he's got to like just keep, you know, keep working. Yeah. He he's got, got, his aim is to have a database <laughs> yeah. of every famous, every current famous any showbiz performer. person. Any performer yeah. and who they would turn yeah. gay for. He's got Will Ferrell. He's got <laughs> yeah. Cameron Diaz yeah, yeah, from back in the he's day. He's got them probably got dozens of times, ha- I reckon. Halle Berry. Yep. He needs the next gen. Yeah. He needs Zendaya on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he needs Daniel Craig. He needs Kamal. <laughs> <laughs> Just Rove's database of sexuality. <laughs> and it's like, it's in, a, it's in a darkened room. The only thing in there is this huge computer. The only thing on the computer is an Excel spreadsheet with yeah. just names upon names. Oh, no, it's one of those websites, you know, where it's like, you know, you can, there's a website saying, you know, say, is it... Is it the Queen's birthday yet? And oh yeah! You just you just refresh that site to mm. see if it is, and for three hundred and sixty four days it's not, mm. but then for one day it is. It's that if you just go there and just type in a name and it says gay or not gay. R- uh, wait. No. So hang on. We, oh no! Wait. Oh, he's no, cataloging who's gay. No, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> this is a whole other project. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're yeah, right, yeah. So right. 
It's more so you're thinking he makes this information publicly available of who they turn gay for. Yes. I like the idea that he just keeps it to himself. Oh, okay. This yeah. isn't for any kind of public benefit. Right. This is just he wants to know. Yeah. He got yeah. so addicted that rush that he would yeah. feel <laughs> when he asked the question and then he'd get the answer. Back. I do He's like. He's addicted to that. I do like the, your theories. No, no, no. He doesn't want it out there. He wants it just for himself. You know, like he used to keep it to himself on his live TV show. Yeah. In front of an audience. Well, that that, that just was a happy <laughs> circumstance that there happened to be oh, he, cameras on. That was a hidden camera show yeah, to yeah. him. He was just asking he for love of the game. Was, All that stuff was... He didn't realise yeah. that was on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, that right, didn't really right, matter right. to him. That was right. just a happy coincidence right. that he happened to be earning a living he, doing it. But he, he would have been doing it for free, as he is now. He thought that he was just having a conversation with his friends. <laughs> there was actually... It was like a bit of like, get back, there's cameras and microphones right. in the flower pot and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. so... <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, I should respond. I should respond to him. <laughs> who, who would I turn gay for then? Someone from fucking the Liverpool Football Club. No. No. Um, I did watch James Bond the other day. Maybe, mm. maybe I should say. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. It's not a bad not yeah. a bad pick. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, like if you have to say it, and especially I'm thinking if, if this is like an audition for, for Rove's new private show at his mm. house and he's asking that question, you want... You want something funny, you know, even if there is no audience out there. Yeah. You want something funny because if you say Daniel Craig, then you've got a few yep. gags off the back. Yeah, I've changed my mind. Who cares? Let's pick up the oh. pace. <laughs> <laughs> I want my asshole. Time is running out. <laughs> I want my asshole shaken, not stirred. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks. Um, oh, no, we can't. Is that, is that all we've got? How did we get that from Fiona Baxter? Um, oh, right. But we did get a lot of that. Yeah. That's something. I got confused. I thought we were still on the second name. No. We okay, we're not, okay, we're not doing too bad. I take yeah. it back. What did you think yeah. of uh, yeah. James Bond? No uh, Time to Die. Yeah, I liked it. I, I, uh, I don't know if I'd watch it again, but I liked it. I watched it in the, in the big old gold class, mm-hmm. so I enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, I give it a... I give it a... I give it a... Should, should we do spoilers? Can I say this? Can I do a spoilers? A spoiler? The ending might be one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It is fairly in, in Bond, In Bond or any other film. Yes. Skip ahead one minute if you don't want a spoiler. Yes, yes. But the last... Guys. <laughs> the last, like, minute of the film yes. is him going, I love you too, and then being annihilated by cruise missiles. Yes. <laughs> being blown up by his <laughs> own missiles. It's, it, it's like... It's just so crazy that, like, they've always... Changed James. There's always yeah. been new James Bonds, yeah. and feeling like they've just got to go so literal with this one for the first time yeah. in franchise history is so funny. It's weird that it's like <laughs> you're sitting there going, "How come this cunt's gone for fifty years without dying, and now he's got to die now?" Right? Yeah. That's that's and like, so will they? Will the next one be a continue? Because if the next one is just, it's like hard reset as all the other ones have yes. been, then it's even more absurd. No, it's just it's just gone full like Batman or whatever, where it's like, ah, oh, we just start again now. The end. We no, but again. that's what I mean. Like, yeah. it will be that. Yeah. But then why feel like you've got to kill off this Bond? Like, yeah. yeah. My friend was like, mark my words, it's going to be the daughter. It's like, what? No. So it's going to be set in like fucking yeah. 2043? Like, yeah, 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 what yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it would be cool. It's like all of a sudden it's in the future. It's like, all right, I'd, I'd be interested. But, yeah. like, there's just no way. I do find it funny that, like, that there is that thing of going, you know, will the next James Bond be a woman? You know, mm. uh, because it's like you don't see that the other way around so much. So it's like, 
what about we see Sex in the City oh, that right. carries a bloke right. with a big dick? Well, Samantha's out. Who are they placing Samantha with? No one. No, but that's what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. it should be a bloke yeah. just sitting around with the girls. Yeah, I'm with you, yeah, ladies. Yeah. I love pounding puss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah. Oh, Sam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who, it, God, like... she had a fucking monster clit on her. He's Aussie too. <laughs> Hang on, so now... He's not playing Samantha, though, because otherwise he'd be talking about fucking women. I mean, fucking blokes. Well, but it's like, no, it's like the new, they've rebooted it. It's a, it's, there's now a male Samantha right, 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 who's right. as horny as the old Samantha. Okay. It's so the, the character just, that was horny like a man but they're is just now rebooting, also a they're, man. They're rebooting one character, one character with the rest of the original yeah, cast. Yeah, yeah, so it still all okay. continues on, but it's just, yeah. <laughs> so now we're just pretending yeah. this is like they've had a completely different history. Yeah. <laughs> That's better to me than like what it actually is, which is like, oh, we had a falling out. Yeah. That's why we're not. That's why we're not running into her in the street and hanging is, out. Is with it, her. I think it, she's overseas or something. I think she's she's overseas and they've had a falling out. But right. they, I read a thing the other day where the producers are like, we're leaving the door yeah, open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We hope she's going to come back for the next season of this thing. Yeah. Why isn't it just called Sex in the City? Yeah, why has it got some new name? I think because she's not in it. I think because they were That's like so weird. They, they, they've left themselves open to be, be sort of like, yeah, but it can't, it's not really Sex in the City if it doesn't have her in it, right? So it's like, well, then you can't I wonder say if that she'd now. have to get money if it was the same thing or something. Maybe, I don't maybe. Know. maybe it could she'd... be a big chance. Because most be stars, chance. if a show goes on long enough, they end up. Yeah. They're not just. They're like you know. Pro- they get a producer credit, which is like more sweet bunts. Yeah. So maybe it's tied to something like that. Yeah. Maybe, but it does seem. I don't know. It does seem weird. They should. You know what I think? Because on like Binge, which it's going to be on, yeah. it's got like a banner up the top now for Sex in the City, right. just as a catch up. Yep. And then it's like, new episodes starting December 8th. Yeah. No, they're not. <laughs> not new episodes. Sorry, yeah. it's a whole new show. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh. yeah, you can't have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> um, yeah, I, anyway, in, in, in conclusion, I strongly believe that the next Wonder Woman should be a man. Right. I think that would be the, mm-hmm. the, the logical next step forward. Uh, Wonder Man. Wonder Man. <laughs> <laughs> In his invisible plane. Yeah, still wearing the bikini or whatever yep. the fuck's going yep. on. Got the lasso. Yep. 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 Um, I think that'd be great. Uh, thanks. Thank you, Fiona. Thanks, Fee. Uh, thank you very much, Patreon subscriber. Matt Bagley. Oh, okay. Or Beagley. B-E-A-G-L-E-Y. Ba- oh, okay. Bagley? I thought it was Bagley. No. As in sort of a bit of a bagel. No bagel. Not a, not a 100% bagel. No. Shades uh, of bagel. This is more like a little bit of a beagle. A, okay. The dog. I love a beagle. Yeah. Cute Do dog. Big floppy ears. Big floppy ears. Mm. Um, lots of personality. Yeah. I really wanted one when I was a little kid and uh, was overruled because apparently they are very difficult to keep on premises. Oh. They love escaping. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my friend had a, uh, a right had a beagle and loved to escape. But having said that, they just tied it up a hundred percent of its life. So I was like, "I'm with you, beagle. Get the fuck out of yeah, here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not getting any. I mean, most action. of them are trying to get out of the premises, and they don't even know how good they've got it. Yeah. Well, this guy didn't have it too good, so I didn't blame him. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just common sense from this beagle. Beagle. Bag- bagel. <laughs> <laughs> my friend had a bagel that he just chained yeah. up all yeah. day and all night. Nibbled on. Mm-hmm. Seemed pretty unfair to me. Yep, yep. Um, this guy, this guy's a one. He, he wants to get out a little bit because he's yep. beagle. He's beagley. Mm-hmm. Beagley. He's a, he's he doesn't mind sometimes at home, but then you know, I doubt he'd be. Got to stretch his legs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got to get out at night. Yeah, got to. Uh, fair's fair. Get on the tear. 
Yeah. Well, I don't know. Dogs do dogs want to get out at night? I don't know. Cats do. Yeah, not so much. I think they're just happy. Dogs will take whatever they whatever can get. Whatever they can get. Yeah, not if, fussy. If the park's on the ag- on the agenda, yeah. they're fucking wrapped. If you got the dog up in the middle of the night and said walk time, it wouldn't object, would it? No. No. They're yeah. not like, it's the night time. Dogs never go, fuck off, I'm sleeping. They go, all right. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, no they're into it. Yeah. Cats are, cats are, yeah, I'd love a dog again, but I've got a cat and it's pretty, pretty average. You don't think they'd get on? Uh, no, it's just the cat's not heaps of fun. Cat's like got a, um, sleeps all day and then is up all night, but we don't let it out because like it, it'll, yeah. you know, it's not good. Yeah. You don't, you don't want the it cat won't come back. Like, yeah. All yeah. that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Getting fights with other cats, blah, blah, blah. So you just go, you, I'm just saying to the cat during the day, can you fucking just get up and stop wasting your life? Can you switch around your sleep pattern? Yes. Yeah. 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 Because I'm literally putting you away in the laundry at night mm-hmm. so you don't come and fucking wake me up. Mm-hmm. It's just common sense. Like, I've given you all this time. Just switch it. Mm-hmm. Just switch it. Because you must be just wide awake in the fucking laundry, just yep. looking around going, all right, well, I guess. I think it's like it's like jet lag. You need to commit to just a night where you stay up and yeah. you play with the cat all <laughs> night. Wait, no, that's not going to work because yeah. it's up all night anyway. Hmm. I was doing that for a while with this cat. I was When we were trying to figure out how to, how to make the cat sleep at night. Because yep. this is a cat that will not leave you alone at night. Like mm-hmm. It just gets bored within an hour and goes, all right, so everyone time to get up, gets up, whacks, it, whacks you in the face with its paw, yep. goes, get up. Get. So we were, I was trying to make my cat exercise. I was trying to chase the cat around at night <laughs> and wear it wear it down. Yep. And then I've just got to a stage where it's it's like fucking Hannibal Lecter at the moment. Yep. It's locked up in a tent. It's ripped every part of the tent open and I've tied it all back together. I've got elastic bands uh, uh, keeping this tent together, yep. keeping the zip together. I've got a triple, three elastic bands mm-hmm. on it, triple tied. Mm-hmm. Then I've got it in the laundry. Then I've got a laundry basket in between it and the um, uh, door mm-hmm. because otherwise it pushes the tent onto the door and then knocks on the door <laughs> and wakes us up. <laughs> so it's like it's fucking... Yeah, I, I, there's several, there's m- so many security measures I've got to get to be able to have a half a night's sleep. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. And then you've got, you're doing the same thing with the baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. No, the ba- actually the baby gets out of its cot now as well. So it's like. Yeah. It's all happening. There's a there's a double attack on my night's sleep every night at the moment. Yeah. It's fucking. All creatures great and small yeah, coming yeah, yeah. for you. And then someone else in my bed snoring next to me is mm-hmm. fucking absolutely marvelous. It's all happening. Yep. It is all happening. Um, uh, but Matt, Matt whew, someone's man, someone's in your house, Tommy. I can hear someone. Not anymore. Slamming the door. <laughs> someone just walked out. That's someone what heard you heard. This. Not anymore. Yeah, someone just heard a bit of dog talk and went, fuck this. That door, one of these th- great things about these old houses, those doors where you have to like... Fully fucking slam him to get him to shut. Mm. I'm sure people can... People, anyone who's lived around the uh, northern areas of Melbourne can relate. Right. Fucking rickety old houses. Right. But it is fucked. How old is this house? Um, I mean, based on... I can only relate it to myself and how long I've lived here. So at least four months. Right. Okay. I don't. So I mean, I don't know. It may have been built right can, before we moved in. I can, don't know. You can confirm they haven't built it since you've moved in. No, that's right. but that's as far as I can go. Right. Okay. Even giving it up to five months, I wouldn't mm. want to speculate to that it extent. It does look a little bit. I was going to say it doesn't look late 2021. That's for sure. I'm mm. with you. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't look early 2021. 
I'll 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 put it out there. Okay. I think it's older than a year old. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, I I, I wouldn't want to be... Mm. I wouldn't want to speculate. Yeah. I wouldn't feel comfortable yeah. shooting from the hip I like don't want that. you to feel uncomfortable. And I have no evidence to back that up. I don't want you to feel uncomfortable about something like this. <laughs> <laughs> Put you at ease. Being on the record. Mm. Um, thanks, Matt, Matt Bagley. Thanks, Bagels. Thanks, Beagles. Don't run away. Stay on our Patreon subscriber list. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, we've got. We've probably got five or so minutes until our uh, guests get here for the for the main app. I'm feeling nice and rooted, just in time <laughs> to do the main guts of the episode. <laughs> Me too. Um, all right. Well, let's just do one more. Um, all right. Let's uh, just hit the big, the big button, the big honker, mm. the big UTA button that reads out the last name. Um. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh. Look, I, f- I feel like I I don't let you weigh in with this sort of stuff. That maybe I'm I'm probably being rude. Um. D- what What do you think? Have you any guesses as to what who the last person is this week? Any guesses? Yeah. Like if you, it's a funny guessing game. You know when sometimes you play that game when you're young and your parents say to you, mm. "Guess the name of a person in the world." Yeah. Yeah. You know that game. Well, I'm yeah. sort of doing a version of that now, where I'm saying, guess the name of a person who oh, subscribes right. to this podcast. Okay. Who subscribes to our Patreon. Right. Yeah. And then what, you'll tell me if I'm right or wrong. Sort of like I spy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, bagel comedy. Uh, sure. Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next week.